<laughs> I'd felt that one coming. I was like, I better do that now. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. What the f*** was that? You sounds like smacking things in your room. No, I was just uh, sitting up in my springy chair. Oh, that's what I heard. <laughs> I could hear it going, eep, eep. You know I'm recording all of this, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not recording anything of this. <laughs> well, I'm going to start recording. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio, episode 32. Uh, well, I am Kylie Wilde, your co-host, and I am joined with uh, Pete Beckett. Hello. We are now on the same age episode as I am age. Yep. <laughs> Old. Those, that, those words made sense in that order that you said no, them they, in. No, they didn't. You can tell I'm tired as hell. Oh, uh, me too. I was going to say, how how's your week been? Another week in lockdown. Uh, exhausting. Um, because the weather has gotten warmer, Like it's now more oh. of a struggle for me to sleep. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's something that our uh, non-UK listeners uh, might not know. Uh, mostly speaking to any US listeners. They don't have air conditioners over here. It's no, not a thing. Don't. You can get portable ones, but they're very expensive, and I've heard they don't work that well. Yeah, my mum and dad have a um, a really nice fan in their room, like. Mm-hmm. But I don't deal well with fans because of the sound. Because ah. yeah, being a light sleeper, so yeah, I'm I'm ailed with oh. so many sleep problems. This is the issue. Oh, so. see, I'm actually the opposite of that. I have to have the sound of a fan. <laughs> Okay, you're weird. Yeah, I'm told that often. Yeah, but I suppose that's a US thing because you're more used to the whole air conditioners constantly going on. I I had that in Vegas, actually. It was always on, Mm. regardless of what time of the day it was. You'd have to in Vegas. I was dying half the time because it was so hot. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. Well, so... uh, uh yeah the weather here has not been warm well that's not entirely true but we had a windstorm yesterday and uh my new furniture that i'd got someone had got me for uh uh, the back garden as they call it here blew over (laughs) lovely yep i mean it's fine but it was weird it was just like why why is this happening Well, we had really strong winds here yesterday as well. It must be like as a result of you guys having that windstorm. But yeah. some washing went up on our line, and the next thing mm-hmm. I know, the washing basket was halfway down the garden. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, that's, uh, that's how it is over here. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I'll yeah. tell you, though, two years ago today, actually, I was in uh, Scotland. I was um, in, ah, oh, now I've forgotten, Fort... Uh, oh, I've forgotten. It's right there where you get on the uh, uh, ferry to go to the Isle of Skye. Oh, and nice. uh, Fort William, that's it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. But uh, they were having crazy wind times. <laughs> oh, of course they were. Because if, you, if yeah. you don't have adverse weather conditions in Scotland, then, you know, yeah. you're not in Scotland. Oh, my gosh. And that was the crazy thing. It was 
beautiful. The sun was yeah. just freaking stunning. Uh, ben Nevis was in the background. It's a giant mountain, uh, mm. for those who don't know. Um, and it was just so stunning. And then the wind tried to kill me. So. <laughs> and that was probably the first time you ever felt wind. Uh, wind like that? Very, very much, yeah. I mean, because I uh, grew up on the coast of Texas, so, you know, coastal oh, yeah, areas yeah. have wind. Mm. But freezing cold wind off of a mountain? No. No, you wouldn't have felt that before. (laughs) No, that was a new experience. Oh, Um, gosh. Yeah. So that's crazy that that was two years ago. Two years ago Uh, to the day. It's it's strange, yeah. Scotland has some of the weirdest weather I've ever seen in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been up there so many times over the years because I have, um, my mum's friend is, uh, is lives up in scotland uh, she nice. used to live down this way but moved up there a long time ago so we used to go and spend the summers up there i'm sure i've probably told someone about this before uh, um yeah the amount of times i've been up there and it's been raining the, like, most of the time oh, and it's gosh, in yeah. summer is just like uh-huh. ludicrous so when i went in 2013 and i took my partner up there it's the first time uh-huh. she had ever been to scotland uh-huh. it was sunny the whole oh. time and it was the one oh. of the very few times that i'd ever seen a sunny day let alone a whole long weekend's worth oh wow so, oh that's good that's yeah, and good. All, all those years of being up in scotland it was the first time i'd ever <laughs> had a barbecue oh my gosh <laughs> yeah oh i uh, uh i went for a week like i don't take vacations that are uh, holidays that's just not a thing i do and um i just like i don't I don't remember I got talked into it or something. I don't remember how. I have no idea why I went. But I went for a week, and it was just stunning, gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Um, Didn't even really rain or anything like that. It was just just amazing. Best trip ever. I actually stayed in uh, what is called a glamping pod at the foot of the mountain. So (laughs) it was so cool. Yeah, I would imagine it is, but I've never understood the term glamping, to be honest. Like, what what's glamorous about camping? You're, you're supposed to get wet say. and muddy and, you know, <laughs> get drunk and fall, fall about in the mud, you know? It, it, it was funny because, um, oh man, I'm just like remembering. Uh, it was a glamping pod that a guy had on his property, he had three of them. Yeah. And uh, they were very just your basic, uh, you know, one room areas and yeah uh, they had a bathroom a fully functional bathroom with a shower which is why i was like yep i'll do that and mm. uh, had uh electricity and, and wi-fi and all that stuff oh, lucky you but yeah i was very lucky um the best part of it was it was on his property and he had horses and i just went and sat at the fence just to sit at the fence because that's what i do and they came over to me and i got to them and talk to them <laughs> nice i'm quite surprised you didn't uh didn't get your saddle and uh try and uh, try and you know bring back a bit of old texas to scotland yep get my cowboy hat and boots on <laughs> <laughs> those uh aggressively snakeskin leather boots you know <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, dear. Whereas when I went camping, when I went to festivals, like in 2006 Mm -hmm. and 2007, I didn't shower for days and it was horrible. (laughs) That's what I hear. I've been invited to festivals and I usually back out right at the last minute. Uh, uh, 
I'm you're... brave and I'm adventurous, but I, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're missing out by not going to festivals. It's a unique oh. experience, but Jesus Christ, do you stink at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do it once. I yeah. will absolutely have to do it once just to say I did it. So. I mean, the thing was for it, though, is that... Um, I went to Download Festival, which is usually uh-huh. held in like June, and yeah, in most occasions June is not always the best weather here because you can always you mm. get some rain or whatever. No, oh no! <laughs> At both times I went, blazing hot sunshine uh, all course. weekend. Uh, of course, <laughs> I think the first year I went was only one. I think it was like an afternoon of rain, and that was on the Thursday, so no bands were even happening. We just sat in our tent all day, just getting wasted. Oh, gosh. Okay, that's kind of, like, the dream, so... <laughs> well, yeah, I won't I won't tell you about what substances were being used. <laughs> that's all uh, I'm going to say. No more, no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that that is a great segue into the news. How is that? How is it's that not, a segue? It's not at all. It's like not at all. <laughs> I, th- I think you need to work on your segue game. But I only ride skateboards. Um. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> I, think, I think you'll get worse. I think so. I think I it's think... the paint fumes in my office. <laughs> Well, it wasn't my fault uh, that you decided to paint your wall because you couldn't help but paint the wall to put your TV up just to play Final Fantasy. It's, it's not my fault. See, you can dress it up whatever way you want on Twitter. I was not a fault. I just sent you a game. You chose to paint your wall. Well, I had to paint the wall to take the TV down to hook the PlayStation up to the TV and put the TV back up and play Final Fantasy VII. I don't think that's a difficult train of line of thought. No, it is a difficult train of thought for me because <laughs> you just had to take the TV down, plug it in, put it back up. You didn't need to get a paint roller out. No, no, I had to. <laughs> anyway, moving on, because we're never going to agree on this one. I think it's one of the very few things we don't agree on. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, yes. Speaking of things we definitely agree on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Oh, this is... Yeah. So, um, fair warning here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a long story. Yes. And somewhat controversial as well. Yes. Uh, um, I, I do think, actually, we should probably say if, uh, if, if you're a little stressed or you're just tired of controversy and, you know... You may you want, want to skip, skip forward. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. What I'll do is we'll I'll still put, be here. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and remember to put a timestamp in the uh, in the description so that you can skip forward this story if you feel the need to do so. But yeah, we feel it's an important story to bring up because yes, it's, it's controversial. And we love controversy, of course. We do. We absolutely do. Yeah. So this is not the the, the controversial side of it. Uh, okay. So. Twitch forms the Safety and Advisory Council. Yes. Okay. Now, we probably should define what that is. uh, Or will it just organically? uh, We can kind of do so, but let's be... I'm going to be honest with you here. I don't really Mm -hmm. know what they do. 
uh, they don't know what they do. And that's oh, the honest truth <laughs> because I looked, I went looking for any way that we could define this, uh, concrete define it. And uh, even the people that are on the board say they don't know what they are there for. Okay. That is, that, yeah, but that's so. good. At least we're not completely clueless then. Yeah, so we're all on the same page that we don't know what page we're on. So. <laughs> Bring, bringing you up to scratch the most latest news. <laughs> anyway, but um, the controversial side of this is that uh, this was caught. This courted a lot of controversy after one of the advi- the members of the advisory council and uh, trans streamer ferociously Steph stated on his stream that all gamers are white supremacists. Yes. Yes. And also stated that people should be afraid of her because she now has power. Yes. Now these, I I do want to reiterate, these are factual uh, clips that can be found. You can either see them in context or just see the clips themselves. If you you go searching for it, it's there. It's on Twitter. It's on uh, YouTube. It's all over the net. So you can kind of see for yourself. But yes. you don't need to search for them because I'm going to put them in the in the show notes. Yes. Because I Excellent. do that for you listeners. Because that's what that's I do. right. I'm good like that. Yep. We source our stuff. Yeah, we don't like not not sourcing stuff. Nah. I don't put yeah. all the sources in the uh, in the show notes because the show notes would be as long as my arm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I don't like them being too too long because people just don't read them then. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'll put them in there so you can refer back to it. So um, I was looking at this and I sent this to you the other day and I went, what the heck mm-hmm. is this? What is going on at Twitch? Um, yeah. Because as uh, youthful Twitch streamers ourselves, uh, we're mm-hmm. in the early stages of wanting to get back into doing all of that. Yeah. This has now made me think a little bit more about wanting to be on their platform. Yes, definitely. Be- I mean, I have no no issues with a safety and advisory council because if they're if they're advising on important issues that are important across the entirety of Twitch, so mm-hmm. that includes the uh, uh, I'm going to put them not crudely, but I'll put them in a way that I've heard them being described before. That would include mm-hmm. the booby streamers, you know, and all uh, that yes. sort of lot. Um, yeah. I think it's yeah. good to have a set of principles and circumstances that is. That fits all purposes, really, and mm-hmm. this safety and advisory council is not made up of just streamers. They're made up of like people, like psychologists and uh, people right. who work in certain fields and all of that. So we have got a couple of streamers in there who have been around from the very early days of Twitch. But I think ferociously, Steph is one of the the newest streamers on there, but she mm-hmm. is. Um, she's part of the trans community and I think she was included because of that reason which I don't see any issue with I think if you're going to have an advisory board and have you know if you you have trans streamers then absolutely put someone on the advisory board who who is there to part part of that community you can actually you know voice their opinion as well in a way however she has not voiced the opinion of her community at all She's voiced her own opinions and now pretty much gone, I have power now. Some of you white supremacists are going to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. I I take a lot... I don't take offence by it, but I take a lot of... I've got a lot of problems with the statement itself, and I'm sure you have as well. Yeah, so the... 
the thing that I want people to realize is that uh, she actually says lots of gamers are white supremacists. Mm. Um, and that's offensive. I know offense is not taken, it's given. No, offense is not given, it's taken. Yeah. Um, and I, so I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that I was offended. Um, no, it's exactly I, what I said. I just said I've got a lot of problems with this. Yeah, not a fan of being lumped in to a group, which I found ironic. Uh, mm, it doesn't fall into line with how I am actually sitting politically at all. Right. But yeah, she just right. wants to lump us into this one unified group as uh and i found this a lot nowadays is a lot of people are just using this term like um white supremacist nazi bigot all that sort yeah. of thing and it's exactly what we said on episode 30 in the uh, round table discussion yes. that a lot of them are just generalized and it's it's not an argument it's just right. let's just throw shade at someone to discredit them almost immediately because people don't like these groups of people mm-hmm. and i don't i don't agree with that because actually you should have a conversation with people and go what is your political stance or what are your views and then you have a discussion about it and then you can you can air those quote bad ones out in public and people will know that they're terrible takes we yeah. shouldn't shut down speech at all and to be honest with you this is what this sounds like to me she is doing she's trying to lump all gamers as white supremacists so that she can just shut down the speech for them it's like oh if they've got a criticism of me they're just white supremacists so i'm not going to take it seriously yeah um and that that irks me on a level <sighs> okay so i am going to bring my autism in into this and your soapbox um, too and my soapbox Good. Uh, autistics tend to see the world in black and white as i've said many many times um we also have a uh, strong sense of justice um when things don't make logical sense it angers yeah us and i'm very angry about this because there's a lot of logical inconsistencies um, yeah. which we'll point out a bit more as you read her statement after the fact. Yeah, we're going to read that in a minute, actually. Yeah. Um, but I'm bothered... I'm bothered by the sweeping generalization because a lot of the people I know, especially with Rapid Reviews UK staff, um, they are so far <laughs> from white supremacists. They're, like, the most open-minded uh kind-hearted everyone's accepted you yeah. know people and we have people of all different races walks colors creeds all of those you know wonderful things um and i feel it's disrespectful to them because it almost makes them invisible and that's that's not right um no. minorities are not supposed to be invisible you know and that Absolutely that angers not. me that angers me so much mm. Uh, because my friends that are of a different race or politically very far left, they are gamers too. Yeah. Um, and she is not allowed to say that they are not. Um, mm, it's gatekeeping again, isn't it? It's gatekeeping, and it's a weird... 
I can't believe I'm going to use this phrase, but it's a weird reverse gatekeeping. Yeah, it is. It's like, <laughs> you know? oh, you're, these are not the gamers that I like. Yeah, you know, sort of exactly. And, and I saw another hot take like similar to this this morning, not exactly the same, but I did see <laughs> someone put up on Twitter that if all you play is COD and FIFA and all that oh. sort of thing, you're not a gamer. And I've heard yeah. that quite a lot, and I don't agree yeah. with that statement. I... I've been wrong to state that in the past in many years gone by, but I don't believe that anymore because gamers are gamers, you know, regardless of what you play, we all enjoy the craft, you know? I'll, I'll tell you when my view on that changed because I too was a person who was like that. Mm. If you play, all you play is COD, well, you're not really a gamer because someone after Halo 3 came out, uh, I heard someone say, can't remember if it was in a YouTube video or what it was, but they said, oh, yeah, the only people that play Halo 3 are jocks who get drunk and play multiplayer at, you know, colleges and universities. And I was like, no, they're not. That, I play Halo 3. That's kind of sound <laughs> right, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but that right there just, like, opened my eyes to gatekeeping, which it wasn't called that back then, but, uh, and I stopped going, oh, if you play FIFA and COD, you're not a real gamer. As yeah. soon as that happened, because I was like, I'm a real gamer, I love Halo 3. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. don't remember when it happened for me. I think it was when I had more friends who were more interested in COD and FIFA and all that, and it was just sort of like, yeah. well, I can't really go into your house and go, FIFA's cack, like, why are you playing this <laughs> trash, you know? It's like okay, fair enough. Like each to like uh, it's where I think I grow. I grew yeah. up a little bit more, and I just went each to their own. Everyone has their own, you yeah. know, their own likes and dislikes. And why am I going to try and change that? What like that makes me look like yeah. an idiot for wanting to change their minds about gamers because of because of my misguided view on what a gamer was. Yeah, exactly. And and we've said it. I'm pretty sure we've said it before. Um, I know I've said it to you, but. Uh, there's a term that's being bandied about a lot, which is fascism, and uh, yes. people are using it as a kind of, yeah, a kind of uh, fallback insult type thing. Mm. But fascism, as an actual political belief system, is the belief that everyone should be the same. Everyone yeah. should be exactly the same. Same haircut, same clothes, same this, same, 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 same. Yeah. That doesn't matter which political side of the spectrum you're on yeah. the minute you're trying to make everyone fall in line and be the same is the minute you become fascist yeah um which is unfortunately overused and has lost its effectiveness in in uh discourse but uh we're not all the same no we're all. not no we're all human that's the only thing that actually links us all yeah. together but we all have different likes dislikes tastes Absolutely. uh mm -hmm. distaste and all that sort of thing we're not all ah. the same politically we're not all the same no. vertically you know <laughs> yes uh, just to put it in a weird sure. way possible we're yeah, you know that but that's what makes the human race so incredible and so diverse is that we all have differing opinions and i like that and i I, I love the discourse that ha that happens around this sort of thing rather than someone just trying to just trying to shut down someone right to speak and i don't mm -hmm. agree with that i'm a very very yeah. very big advocate and a very big um fan of freedom of speech regardless Absolutely. of what it means to people i we don't really have something like that over here as like you yeah. do in america and i believe that's that is a right to everybody not just a very few people mm -hmm. everybody gets the right to speak regardless yeah. of what your views are 
Yeah. I think public discourse is a huge a huge thing that should happen because it's mm-hmm. where where the public discourse happens where most people find out most what what most people are talking about politically how they feel or right or what right. you know their general opinions on things and if they have what you consider a bad take then you know you know not to talk to them anymore and that's it yeah you know? like i i I, it, I don't understand the well uh, there's probably lots of reasons why i don't understand but i don't understand the uh, vitriol and the anger and the venom that has crept into social discourse and mm. uh, which we've stated before that that stops here we are not about that nor no. will we ever be about that we're about a sharing of ideas yeah because honestly if you look at it a um i'm going to use the u.s as an example because duh that's where i'm from yeah um, if you take a farmer from the midwest a protestant farmer from the midwest uh, who gets subsidies, you know, farming subsidies and, and all this kind of thing, and you take a, um, you know, a, a Wall Street uh, hedge fund guy and um, a, a trans activist from Florida, they're all three going to have different walks of life, different of points of view. And they're all going to be valid because yeah. they're all human. You know? exactly. I'm glad you said it like that because everybody's yeah. walks of life is, is their own and everyone's mm-hmm. experience is different. And it's that experience that can you know, bring everyone exactly. together or separate people in, in mm-hmm. sort of, you know, not in an it's argument, like- I would say, but in an actual civil... It could be a civil way, but most people just want to throw insults around nowadays and right. call them every well like we said on episode oh, 30 every ist every ism every yeah. you know and well, white it, supremacist falls under yeah. that i'm afraid exactly um so i'm not a big fan of that and I'm, of course i'm not a big fan that she was you know dancing dancing around claiming now she has power um, yeah that's not it's right. fine it's fine to feel that way yeah I don't like people. God, how do I phrase this? I don't like people. It, it, I don't think that that should have been celebrated. No. Publicly, yeah. No, was, absolutely not. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't seem right or productive. Not um, at all. I would. I would say, if some. Something like that was granted to me. I would be very honored, um, and I would see it as a service to people. Not yeah. that I had power, but that I had a responsibility. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the whole key to this whole entire thing: is she has not once voiced a responsibility for anything. No, she hasn't. She's literally come across as a uh, a raging dictator and that's all it mm-hmm. is yes. and you look at it and uh, I'll, I'll put the two things on the table and that's exactly why I think I have power now people should be afraid sounds very much like Hitler um, yeah, labelling e- labelling everyone as one particular group of people sounds very much <laughs> like Hitler mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> she's very dictatorial and that's not uh, not my level of enjoyment in this one in actual fact she should be highly criticised for what she what she has stated and actually she has and rightly so yeah and uh, we have uh, hit 
Godwin's Law right off the bat. With what? <laughs> Godwin's Law, which is any uh, discourse always falls down to comparing uh, Nazis or Hitler. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's all right. I mean, it, that's that's human nature. No, they are, I, uh, I know. It's very easy to do that, but most people just go, oh, you're worse than Hitler. You're worse than this. And it's... Yeah. No, but the t- I, I took the two statements. I took her out no, of the equation. I took the two mm-hmm. statements and said, it sounds very much like what Hitler wanted to achieve or Stalin wanted to achieve or even to a certain Indiana, degree, yeah. Joseph McCarthy did in the 50s as well. Oh, gosh, yeah. So because yeah, everyone absolutely. seems to re- forget about the Red Panic... Oh, I well, being an American, I definitely haven't. No, but I, um, but I, yeah, I recognise it obviously because I had to study it in sociology, and it was really, oh, wow. it was really interesting, actually. It's very interesting. Um, mm. I mean, I know this isn't our political podcast, but uh, it's uh, here's what I'll say, and then we'll 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 go on to more about ferociously stuff. Yeah. If if you want to understand events that are happening now or how events will turn out it's history you just study history you can predict it you know you can just we're all humans we're the same we have been the same for thousands of years um, and the historical record backs that up so of course and history Uh, does tend to repeat itself as well because look at how things were like in the 50s where it was all Mm -hmm. outrage culture and censorship and all that look where we are now again yeah. Look where we As are again. Mm-hmm. Now it's to do Absolutely. with tran- transphobia and homophobia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, they used to say that, uh, well, they still say it, but the the people, the true racists during the 60s and 70s, during the civil rights yeah. uh, that were against civil rights, they say, mm. you know, you're on the wrong side of history. Um, I feel that way for people who are against uh homosexual and you know trans lgbtq yeah. uh they are on the wrong side of history uh i believe because so because that's well. yeah to to hate someone for one thing which makes me want to say this i this person ferociously stiff mm-hmm. she is a terrible person in my opinion using her own words, uh, not because she's trans. <laughs> she's a terrible person who happens to be trans. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, said that. Yeah, and I want that clarified because I'm I'm allowed, you're allowed, we're all allowed mm-hmm. to state an opinion uh, as she has stated. Um, and I think that she sounds like a terrible person and it has absolutely no bearing on her sexuality, gender, uh, yeah. self-identifying or, mm. you know, uh, it is of course. just her personality. I just don't like it. I, I don't like the personality and I don't like the words that came out of her mouth as well. Because yeah. I, I've got no, no issue with her um, sexuality, her gender and how she identifies because yeah. she even identifies as, Not as, at a, all. as a deer. Um, which uh, yeah. is perfectly fine by my standards, you know, to be honest. You live know. and let live, live and let yeah, live. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the, the the take that came out of uh, out of this stream was horrendous. And yes, and anyone who wants to look at me as a bigot, they can do well, that if they want to. But they would be wrong to do so because Absolutely. we have stated we have nothing, we have no issue with 
gender, sexuality, and how they identify, we have issue with the Absolutely statement not. itself, and that is all. Yes, yes, because I know that I've... Uh, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, no, sorry. no, it's, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't want to interrupt you either, so go on. Uh, well, I was just saying, I'm pretty sure I've stated on this podcast that uh, I am staunchly against white supremacists, well, any supremacist in any yeah. way, but... Uh, my very first time ever seeing the uh, KKK uh, in mm. Texas, I was driving home. Yeah, I was driving home from university, college as we call it. Yeah. And they were on the side of the road and I'm not a crier and I bursted out crying because Blimey. to see hate in physical form, yeah, was it was disgusting and it was upsetting and... Um, I know that they're allowed to have opinions and they're mm. allowed to exist and that's, you know, fine. But I am not one of them yeah. and I will not be associated with them. Mm. Um, I don't like to use the word hate very often. I think it's a powerful word. I hate white supremacists. So yeah. don't lump me in those. I am not one. Yeah, I, I've i hung around with people before who have been somewhat racist and even I've pulled them up about it in front of all their, their racist friends and I said, why do you do, why do you say things like that? What mm-hmm. what purpose does it have? We are human, not... We are not the colour of our skins. We're actually more... Absolutely. We are spiritual beings that are stuck in this form in, in a physical prison, basically. We are just astral projections, pretty much, in that well, respect. And one thing I've never understood, and I didn't mean to to go into race, but I am going to state this. I mean, I'm from Texas. I got a lot of stereotypes to fight. Um, When I was growing up, I now know it's, again, the autistic brain at work. Um, But I couldn't understand racism because I was like, what if you're struck blind and then you don't know if, you know, so-and-so is a different color or whatever. And, you know, that's a eight, nine, ten-year-old kid going, yeah. What? I don't understand. And to this day, I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather take people on the merits of their personality and their conversations, and I don't care for her current. Yeah, exactly. Way. I, I do feel we've we've stayed on this issue a fair bit too much. Yeah, we maybe. have. So we should have. we yeah. we should move on to the uh, the comments that have come out yeah. as a result of this yes. because. Yeah. Uh, Notoriously, the Twitch CEO, I, God, if I yeah. ever remember his name, to be honest. Sheer, I think, is his name. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't the, deserve it. <laughs> well, the Twitch CEO... It's Jen, Emmett Shear. Uh, Emmett Shear. Yeah. I even said Emmett to you the other day, and I wasn't you sure did? it was correct. And I went, no, oh, you okay, right. it was. Um, yeah. yeah, he's notorious for being pretty quiet about most Twitch on uh, going ons. So mm-hmm. uh, the fact that he's actually f- responded to this is damning. Let's say right. Uh, along the lines, I'm not going to read the full statement. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, the long and short of it, and I'll put a link in there so if you want to read the statement, you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, the advisory council is there to assist in matters. Um, that could be detrimental towards certain communities and demographics. They are, however, not employed by Twitch and therefore have no power as like people working for Twitch. Mm-hmm. Interesting rebuttal. Yeah. 
uh, kind of in those words kind of said it but not really <laughs> to that sort of degree so right. how do you feel about that statement alone or his statements that Emmett put out I think that he is uh, I'm going to sound like our, our uh, I was going to say correspondent Jin, but uh, our fellow correspondent uh, I feel that he's in damage control yeah absolutely and, yeah and uh i don't think he's very strong uh no like he does you know he's he kind of bends with the wind uh you might say and yeah. uh i think that he's trying to please everyone and you can't do that it's I, just not possible i think so and i also think he's trying to call her out without mentioning her name yeah, absolutely. But, no, I 100% believe that. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely damage control for sure. And it's, mm-hmm. like I said, it's it's worrying that he would come out and actually have to physically address this when he usually stays silent on these kinds of matters. He has a yeah. you know, board of directors that do this sort of thing on a regular basis who change mm-hmm. policies regularly. And he, he probably has involvement to it, but not to the public, you know? Right, right. So for him to get involved like this is pretty damning. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on slightly, uh, Steph has actually come out and uh, posted a a thread uh, on mm-hmm. Twitter, which some people call this an apology. <laughs> some people call this a load of crap. Uh, myself calls this um, weird, to say the yeah. least. Fractured and butthole. A rambly. <laughs> Uh, fractured a bit rambly and I can't ever find the point that she's trying to make so no I can't yes. either so we are we're going to have a little bit of a fun time here because I'm going to read this full statement with comments <laughs> as well well not our with our comments including not the, the right. comments because geez that could get bad mm-hmm. so these were posted out from the 22nd of May which was a couple of days ago as per this recording so Friday Mm-hmm. Um, it starts out with, and these are pinned on her on her profile, so um, at ferociously s on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Please do not contact her. Please do not go and give no. hate. Please, if you want to go and read them, just read them, but stay out of it mm-hmm. because I don't want people commenting on our behalf. We can't right. control you. I'm just saying that we can't control our audience, but we just no. actively ask you to not approach her yeah and give damning comments because it's not needed i think she's had enough of it it's not productive and it's, it's not, not productive. productive at all so yeah. just read it take on board what's been said have your own yeah. criticism about it and then go and talk to this about people on twitter but not directly to her just leave her out of it yeah okay and i think you'll see why i'm asking this when you start to see some of the statement Mm-hmm. Okay, so starts out with ever get farmed for clickbait? <laughs> Question mark, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in com in in brackets, Fred thoughts feelings apology written to many different people. Don't even know what that means. No. Okay, so the next part is I feel like my voice has been taken from me. I've been straining to try and take it back since. So many people have attended my Q&A streams, segments, and left seeing me different. It gives me hope. 
I spend most of my time nowadays trying to correct my perception. Which is wrong okay. use of that term. Exactly. Anyway. Unless she really means she's trying to change her own point of view. That would give me hope, but I don't think I, so. I, I do <laughs> hope so, but I, if I'm being highly <laughs> critical and pessimistic like I usually am, I don't think yes. so. Yeah. I can't help the pessimist in me sometimes. Cynical. Cynic. Okay, yeah, I'll go with cynical. <laughs> Alright, so she continues to say, I'm continually understanding the bounds of this extreme standards I am held to. Sorry, what extreme standard you're held to? Right. Um, you are a Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. You have yeah. no you have no extreme standard on your behalf. You are the fir- one of the first openly trans streamers. Mm-hmm. You don't have a position. Right. But that's all if that's all you want to be, then that's all you're ever going to be, I'm afraid. If you want to mm-hmm. live by that label, fine. I'm the first ever. I'm the first ever this. That's not how people <clears throat> evolve. People no. evolve by going with the times and it just sounds like she wants to live on this constantly yeah and i don't agree with that yeah anyway so it says it's my responsibility to not speak anything that uh let me read this again because this is really badly wrote (laughs) yeah Uh, it's my responsibility to not speak anything that can be clipped trimmed and used against me, always removing who I was responding to. But also, I'm a streamer. I engage with people. I'm not perfect. That's probably the only thing I agree with there. I'm not well, perfect. Exactly. Because nobody is. Usually that's the uh, preface of a uh, apology. But Usually, um, yes. Yeah. No. I, mm. It just kind of sticks out like a sore thumb yeah. in this particular yeah. one. I'm going to take it back slightly to one other thing as well. Mm-hmm. It, it's my responsibility to not speak anything that can be clipped, trimmed, and used against me. No, you mm-hmm. took that chance. You took that responsibility on when you decided to bec- become a public figure. Yeah, exactly. When um, you decided you to... to go on Twitch, mm-hmm. much like when you decide to make a podcast. People mm-hmm. are yep. going to clip and trim your stuff to fit a purpose Absolutely. of what they want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Only you, know, only only people who are willing to go and look for context find the context. Right. Most people want to be outraged. Yeah. So moving on slightly, mm-hmm. um, I've been harassed, doxxed, and impersonated. Don't agree with any of those things. She should not have had any of that done to no. her. Nobody no. deserves to, deserves to be doxxed. I don't, I don't, yeah, exactly. I, I have to agree with you there. Um, yeah, no, but, don't do not do that to people. Yeah, my issue is with the word harassed, because harassed has now become so cookie-cutter at this point. Harassment yeah. can mean I've had a couple of comments on Twitter that don't agree with my standpoint. Exactly. So I'm not going to li- get involved with that, but the doxing or swatting, anything like that. Oh gosh, yeah, no. I'm absolutely gonna, I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on my soapbox here. I brought it along yeah. with me today. Yeah, yeah. A- anyone who doxes anyone, anyone who swats anyone, anyone who does anything like that is a scumbag. Yeah. That's not right. 100%. Don't yeah. dox people because that's their personal information. Everyone has a right to be on the internet and be safe. Yeah. Like because there's so much more that can go on. Imagine 
for example, imagine if I got doxxed. That's my mum and dad getting involved in that too. And I don't mm-hmm. want that all because I have a hot take on the internet. Nah, not not for exactly. me. Exactly. People's exactly. personal lives should not be brought into internet matters. Unless they themselves voluntarily bring they, it in. It, thank you. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving on to the next part of the statement. There's one specifically nasty impersonator using my name with a capital I instead of L who has fooled so many people. Twitter has done nothing about it for days. I've seen too many images of GIFs and GIFs of deer getting killed. Sorry, hunting's legal. What's the issue <sighs> yeah, there? Yeah, I mean... The thing is, if you're if you're of a sensitive nature, as she self describes, uh, yeah. it, either coming up or, or, or has already read it, uh, mm-hmm. if you're of a sensitive nature, the internet's not where you need to be, um, no. because you're gonna see stuff. Um, oh you yeah. See stuff a whole lot worse than uh, you know dead deer. I hate to say that, but that is that's yeah. that's what you know when you you sign on and when you go on the internet, you're possibility of seeing something uncomfortable is is raised quite a bit yeah i I mean even going on netflix and watching a documentary called don't f with cats was enough (laughs) to see something i didn't want to see which was cats being killed but it's it's a documentary about how they caught a cat killer so i chose to get i chose to watch it that was my own fault exactly Exactly. that's why i choose not to go on live leak because live leaks disgusting oh yeah uh, yes, hundred percent, absolutely. I had to stop going on there as well. Yeah, um, I think it was yeah. when I. Um, uh, do you remember when the Jihadi John thing was happening yeah. over here? Yes, I think it That's... was around about a time where I went on Live Leak and I saw someone get beheaded. And yeah. beheaded, and that, was, that it. was. I was like, no, I'm done. I don't want to see Same this. Exact. Same exact for me. I was like, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm. I mean, yeah. I'm. I, I like to be aware of things in the world, mm-hmm. but I don't have to see them. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know. There but I know probably... that the possibility is there. So. Exactly. But you know yeah. there are going to be images of deers getting killed because people go hunting. People, you know, America yeah. has the Second oh, Amendment where people look. have guns and they go hunting <laughs> and, you know, people want to eat and it happens. And in Texas, and in te- like literally, like literally yesterday... A uh, a friend from Texas posted her uh, car was mm. the the um, headlight was broken and whole, yeah. totally shoved in. It was like a Mini Cooper or a Jetta or you know just one of those okay. tiny little little cars. Yep. Um, and then the next picture was the dead deer on the road, and oh. she was like, "You know, holy crap." It happened again. But see that to me, it never even flagged or registered that it no. was a a thing because that's so common. Oh, of course. Where yeah. I'm from. You know, you see that all the time. So I don't know. I, mean, I, I think this is a little too much. Of like course. I want people to feel sorry for me, so Yeah. I I'm mean to use that. You, you say it's common mm-hmm. over there, but it's also common here. My brother actually wrote one of his cars oh, off because he hit because he hit a deer. Yeah, like, just literally yeah. ran I, out I into forget. the road right in front of him. Didn't have enough time to brake. Wrote off his entire car. Yeah, and the deers here are gigantic and huge. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> They're massive. It's weird, guys. I know this is going off subject, but all of the animals here are gigantic compared to the animals back in the U.S. The birds are bigger. The cats are five times bigger. It's weird. <laughs> Which is weird, considering that America is the fattest nation in the world. You would have thought you would yeah. pump up your cats a little bit more. 
you think so, but it's it's not even the the the, the heft of yeah. the cats. They're just larger, okay. and it's crazy. Um, yeah, as are the birds. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> None of that matters. <laughs> <laughs> we, that is a tangent that I didn't think we'd ever go down. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So the next, so the next um, part of this statement has uh, inverted commas, supremacists. Yeah. Mm. Moving on. Um, I've been engaged by people who have made it clear they don't want gaming to be more inclusive of minorities. They believe gaming belongs to them and want to keep it that way. They are undesiring of any amount of discourse or compromise. In brackets, read um, next tweet. There's a lot of things wrong with that. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to say that, that she gets to say that that's her point of view. I get to say I've never, ever met anyone in mm. the gaming community. And I'm obviously in the gaming community. Yeah. <laughs> Who has ever said anything different from gaming is for everyone? Yeah. That's a freaking hashtag. That's a freaking, you know, call to, to you know, the call to everything. Arms. Yeah. And yeah. Um, gaming is for everyone. I don't know these terrible people she knows. Maybe she should think about getting new friends. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. Because I've been to um, local tournaments for Smash Brothers Brawl mm-hmm. up in my mm-hmm. near my local area. And, right. I mean, it's a small shop, you know, where they were holding mm-hmm. it. But the vast majority of people there weren't mm-hmm. white. Right. They they were, they were either... They, we had white, black, Asian, female, mm-hmm. transgendered, the whole lot. Yeah, and absolutely. And we, we walked into that shop and we said hello to people. We shook hands with people. You know, we fist bumped anyone we were playing against. And it was like, yeah, good mm-hmm. luck, you know. You know, and you go out after the game, it's like, oh, well done, you know, oh, hard yep. luck, you know, sorry you lost, you know. Oh, by the way, what was it that you did to to, to take my stock away? And they're more than happy exactly. to give advice and stuff like that. Exactly. I did the same at Evo. Um, yeah. One of my one of my really poor run of games, unfortunately, where I went on two, were, was mm-hmm. against a uh, rather large black American, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, he absolutely destroyed me and if I was some sort of misogynist or some sort of racist I would have cursed him out and all that sort of thing no right exactly I I shook his hand I said good game Mm -hmm. also I have never seen that done before can you tell me how to avoid that and he told me yeah which is I love that I freaking love that yeah and then he went England I was like yeah he was like (laughs) oh so cool that was it it was like oh awesome you know I've come from halfway across the world and I'm meeting oh, cool brilliant. people. And it was all... Across the entirety of Evo, there were so many different people from all walks of life. And it was yes. amazing. And nobody, nobody caused any issue at all. Yeah. I, I think I love gaming. I love the gaming community. I, I love that it brings all of us together. Absolutely. Um, so I that I think that's why I'm so viscerally angry at this person. Oh, I'm angry um, because, too, but I'm being a little bit more sort of like on the down low about it. Yeah, um, but I, I think she's speaking out against something that I'm very passionate about, which is yeah. I just love the variety of the gaming community. Yeah, um, me too. And it's not fair that her voice is the loud voice that the media has picked up. And yeah. 
not our voice going gaming's for everyone <laughs> because it doesn't unfortunately doesn't fit with the press agenda that's happening at the moment unfortunately yeah i suppose so and that is very disappointing but that's why yeah. my anger's coming yeah from. and I, don't get me wrong i'm very angry about this as yes, well but i'm sort of yeah. trying to take the stance of let's be balanced about this yes which is a good stance to have yeah yeah, okay, so moving on, the next part says, I do not haphazardly apply this perception to anyone or everyone. Okay, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. The, mm-hmm. the, I think that's where the apology is starting to come out, but it's taken quite a long period to get to this yeah. point. Um, yeah. So it goes, disagreeing with me is not cause for me to label someone like this. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like anyone who d- who tries, do my best to allow everyone to show and tell me who they are. It's clearly very hard to call this sort of behaviour out. Um, that I don't agree with that. Confuses me. Yeah, I, it, I, that whole I, I don't understand. I can't follow no, the logic. I don't. I don't follow it at all. She started out with some really good statement there, but then it's mm-hmm. like it's very hard to call this sort of behaviour out. Don't call it out then. Right. I'm afraid. Just. Yeah. Uh, or call uh, it out, but not yeah. not as a general state blanket statement. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I was going to say, if you don't know anything about this subject, shut the hell up about it. But everyone's yeah. entitled to an opinion. But th- it's the mm-hmm. blanket statement, I agree, that's what's caused the yeah. issue here. Yeah. Because um, I, I sent you a video this morning that obviously is meant to be a little bit more edgy about this yes yes um, but it was a good take it was a yeah good take. it was and it's this it's a guy who's watching this um watching these statements happen on a on a twitch stream obviously and mm-hmm. you don't actually know and he just literally takes the camera away and looks in and puts it towards the mirror and you see that he's just he's a six foot odd black guy <laughs> yeah and then he starts to shout yeah. the n-word well yeah yeah so it's like is the the whole point of the look at the, the look in the camera at the mirror was sort of like you called me a white supremacist no i'm mm-hmm. black yeah you know so exactly that's oh, i, yeah. I love ah. that take to be fair apart from the bit at the end but i did laugh yeah that, to be fair because it but, was obviously in context is supposed to be funny i yeah it's it is it's actually very funny uh yeah. if, if you have a chance to go see it um but i think it speaks to the diversity of game the game uh gaming community agreed and uh i love that yeah i so just love I. it okay mm-hmm. so uh i think we've got one two three four five more tweets left on this <laughs> i know this is crazy we took our whole entire news section <sighs> i know <laughs> it's good that we've got two shorter news stories coming later then yeah yeah. This is why we tackled this first, because this was a long yeah. one. Uh, it says, I am especially sorry for my peers and friends who have been pressured to make judgments about me in this situation. Uh, I also, uh, says, I feel responsibility of so much stress I have caused, also for the unsafety I've brought to my community. I didn't ask for this, neither did you. Sorry, but this is where I would change this statement. Yeah. I am especially sorry for my peers and friends. No, I am sorry. End of. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. I am sorry. That's all that needs to be said. It's not about... Or just, 
I am sorry for what I said. It came from a place of ignorance. I now know better and have learned. And going forward, I will no longer make such blanket statements. Yeah. I just... But I just came up with that in like two seconds. I know, but it's the fact she says, I'm sorry for my peers and friends who have to... Like, That's what I'm saying. ...who have to defend me. It's like, no, they don't. They're probably not no. defending you. But why are you only apologising to them? The re- I feel the responsi- responsibility of the stress I have caused. Well, yeah, you should. Good. Yeah. And for the unsafety I've brought to my community, what community does she mean? Yeah. The trans community? It, uh, the, uh, the transhumanism community? community? The gaming uh, community? Exactly. I, I don't you have know. To... I don't know. <sighs> anyway. So, yeah. if you are angry at me, why? Because of your blanket statement. I would love to have an actual discourse with her about I, that. Oh, my God. Shall I reach out and try and see if we can put something together? Reach out and promise that, you know, it, we we'll are very... Fair. We're fair. Yeah. We're not a shouty, McShouty. Yeah, 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 of course. Nah, we let everyone speak. I might try and I might try and DM her later from the uh, the rapid reviews yeah. uh, account we'll and see, see if, if we can, can try and get some discourse because I like because the discourse. you know what I I think also uh, she should have a platform to be able to speak her mind. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. everyone should so have we'll a give platform. Her a mm-hmm. okay. I'll reach out later then. Yeah. Okay, so. I am not going to ruin games for you. Good, because you can't. Um, (laughs) At worst, I'm going to introduce you to an uncomfortable perspective. Not uncomfortable for me, I'm afraid. So you've just blanket statement it again. Yeah, it's like, which perspective? Calling people white supremacists? Because I'm not going to do that. No. Uh, I don't think it came from a trans perspective. I never picked that up. No, Um, I didn't either. I mean, your black and white thinking wouldn't have done that, but... Yeah. Mine definitely didn't pick up on that straight away because mm. I'm, that's not the first thing I think of. I think of no. She she called me a white supremacist, and I definitely am yeah. not. Exactly. I I know in myself I am not. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, yeah. Ah. Oh. So oh. Getting this, angry all over. Again. Yeah, I know. So this is the statement I've always hated. Always hated these statements when when I see <laughs> them in reviews. So I'm just gonna say, yeah. it. I am a gamer too. I've been one my whole life. <laughs> it's like, why, why do you need to put your credentials down there? Right. Like, Although, to be fair, I did I did want to know if she was a gamer or not. I said that to you very early on. Yeah, but agreed. But I didn't that's... feel like that needed to be said. It's like, no. whenever I read a, a review that starts out with, I've been playing games since I was three years old. It's like, have no. you really, though? Yeah. Because then you start going into things that are not in the video games and you... And it makes me worry that you're not actually part of the community at all. (laughs) It's just weird. So I don't like that's why I I never, ever write a review that puts my credentials down on paper like that. Because I know in myself I've played games since I was four years old. Oh, shoot. I've just done it. You just did it. I know. But But that's why I just said I know in myself. Yeah, exactly. So that's where the big difference is for me. But I did kind of just do it. Yeah, you did. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you did it earlier in the episode as well. I probably. <laughs> we all gatekeep the things that we love. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, we do. It is human nature to do that. Yeah. So, so I'm yeah. 27. Didn't want to know how old you are, to be honest. Uh, at 27, you're near enough to be, you're a full-on adult and you should know better. Um, yeah. I played multiplayer shooters when I was two. Why? Uh, your parents need to have strong words about that. Or someone needs to have strong words with your parents about letting you play multiplayer shooters like COD at two years old. 
or right. whatever was around at that time. So 27, that makes uh, 1993. So since two years old. So she's Mortal playing Kombat. Doom. Doom. Doom and Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah. So surely she should have been desensitized by this point. Yeah. Uh, video games and uh, and game game culture is in my blood. Once again, putting your credentials but down on page. As we've said, she's now claiming an identity as a gamer. Yep, fine. I've got no issue with that. Oh, no, not at all. No, but I knew she was. She's on Twitch, and you see that she is yeah, playing exactly. games on Twitch, so... But... Could be a hustle, obviously, but we don't know that. Well, yeah, but we... we yeah. Um, but my very black and white logical thinking goes... You said lots of gamers are white supremacists. Yes. And you said that you're a gamer. Oh, yeah. We did mention this off show, so I'm glad you brought yeah. it up. Yeah. Therefore, A plus B equals C? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, because I think that's all that needed to be yeah. said about that one. <laughs> It's a good, it, like, to be fair, it is a fair point, I think. So, yeah. essentially, by saying, I'm a gamer, yeah. so you've just called yourself a white supremacist then with your blanket statement. Exactly. So, your statement here has not actually fully apologized for making that blanket statement. So, you have just called yourself that. Yeah, it's like uh, there's this scene on Metalocalypse uh, yeah. where uh, the lead guy goes, uh, Let's see, bleach is water, mm. and we are water. Therefore, we are bleach. <laughs> 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 it makes me think of that. It's a yeah. very, like, no, can't do that. That's yeah. a strange, logical thing. But anyway, Yeah, yes. of course. So I'll move on to the next three parts. No, oh, gosh, yeah. So I, have, I always have and always will try to make this world a better place. Uh, no, no, you didn't. Mm, I'd, I'd take issue with that. Yeah, mm. so do, I'm not going to say that she hasn't completely. I'm just going to say that she's pretty much blanket statemented and that's not made the world a better place. It's made people yeah, feel exactly. towards her. Yeah. Um, I'm incredibly sensitive, yep, as proven by this uh, tweet thread. Um, <laughs> I'm incredibly sensitive and deeply motivated to bring in happiness to people, all people, not just my community. So that goes against uh, your previous statement up there. So you've uh, contradicted yourself. Objection. Yep. Yes. Objection. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's not overruled. <laughs> um, I hope someone can see me and feel more valid about who they are and feel to be more authentic. What? But you've what? accused us of being white supremacists. Which is not an authentic take. That's not authentic. And that is not who I am. No. And also, I don't know any white supremacists, and yet I know gamers. So... Yeah. But now we're actually coming to the crux of what the issue started with, because I forgot to mention this. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk about voice chat, now is not the time. This all started out well, because she exactly. said that voice chat was unfair, and it should be banned yeah. in games. And uh, in competitive no gaming, sorry. Yeah, which makes no sense to me. No, it oh doesn't. my gosh. No, it How doesn't. would you even have a team? You, 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 oh, but yes. I mean, I know Nintendo are terrible at it, but why does why does voice chat exist on Splatoon 2? Yeah, exactly. Tactics. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. No, I've played too many um, games where I'm on a squad and I have to talk to them. Me too. So, Even just, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Didn't want to admit to that, but yes. No, no, I will admit <laughs> to that because that's what I was doing when the game first came out. No, I, before I it became well. this massively popular yeah. like uh, thing Little for game. everyone. <laughs> That's gate, Kate, Kylie. Why, why did you do that? You gatekeeped. You were gatekeeping again. I did. I See, did I chose I not. It. I chose not to do it. Simpsons did it. I did, did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Yes. We'll move on. So we're an um, hour in this. Are we really? We are. Oh my goodness! This has yeah. taken nearly an hour. Probably should have been our topic. <laughs> <laughs> No, we've got something good for that. Um, yeah. I did not invite this conversation. Sorry, you did. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. You can hear my opinions on streams from Q&As. Yeah, we already have. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> basically, she's trying to deflect here. It's like, this is now not the time to bring it up. Yes, it is, because it was all in part of the context of the situation. What you're trying to do is go, this is not the time to bring it up because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you don't get to choose when a conversation stops. Yeah. Called censorship. Exactly. Um, in time, a good conversation interview will arise. Well, that's why I'm getting on to this, please. Sorry, <laughs> 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 right, I was I was actually rubbing my hands together there like oh, a maniacal I, I, genius. I, I, I literally pictured you doing that, but oh my gosh. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Um, there uh, are other things going on right now. Yes, there are. There are a lot of other things going on right yeah. now, but that doesn't mean you can move the conversation away from what you said. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it ends with, thank you. I hope these tweets assist your understanding of me and the situation. No, it doesn't, actually. No, but it no. does make me want to understand, so... Mm. Yeah, it does. It go- so, makes understand. Yeah, it gives a lot more context a little well a little bit more context yeah. and it gives me a lot more understanding into her psyche so fine right i'm glad about that in that respect everyone has the right to voice themselves and i'm not yeah. suggesting that people don't exercise their free speech because i would never do that because that's how right. author- authoritarianism happens yes uh i am a big advocate of freedom of speech regardless of what the speech yeah. is yeah everyone has that right even white supremacists yeah. i'm afraid yeah. Although, remember, they're not free from the consequences of what they say. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, there's no, you know, but there shouldn't be consequences by uh, state decree. It should be social consequences. Right, right, exactly. exactly. That's where my stance is on freedom of speech, people. Yes. Uh, that's in context. That can't be taken out of context. It probably could, but I'm not going to oh, allow yeah. it to. Anything can be taken out of context. <laughs> yes, it can. And this is half the problem with this story, I think, is some of this act mm-hmm. could have been taken out of context had it not yeah. been for the video clips. Yeah, exactly. So uh, she finishes out and says, I hope these... Uh, I've already read that. Your kind messages and support are getting heard. Some people are probably kind, but then there are probably... So she's clearly avoiding the mm-hmm. negative messages. What she should have done was said, your messages are being heard regardless of whether they're positive or negative yeah that's what i would have done yeah but then but then again i wouldn't have created a god knows how many tweet thread that essentially dances around the issue of not saying sorry my first thing would have been 
I'm, I made a take. My hot take was not conceived very well. I apologise for that hot take. It is my yeah. opinion, but uh, I have been informed that it might be uh, misguided. I apologise. Right. And I would have said sorry yep. a fair few times. If I would have made a genuine mistake, I would have done that. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And it would have made you look more complex and mature and widened your audience. Yep, exactly. Right. Because you get in the front of this, you go... I, yeah. I, I own this. I'm not going to let anyone know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let it own me. I'm going to own this exactly. and go, fine, I hold my hands up. I apologize. I said yep. some things that were conceived wrong or maybe conceived yep. by as wrong by other people. Uh, yeah. I'm going to work. I'm going to work harder to f- make sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I exactly. don't see. See, we both Simple. me and you collectively have come up with a <laughs> statement that is so much better yeah. than what has been put out in 15 tweets or however many it is i'm gonna go and read find out so she uh, uh, should hire us as her pr team <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but uh yeah it would be good i i mean even if we could get a statement off of her um, yeah it would yeah, be nice I- I mean, even if we do that, I'm just going to put... I'll put it in the message to the ZM and just see whether mm-hmm. or not... And just yeah. say, look, we would love to bring you on to discuss the... Um, discuss what you... Uh, what happened in the live streams. We're not willing to take pot shots. We want discourse no. and a conversation. But if, yeah. you, if you aren't able to join us, we would like a statement at, at the very least to say... Yeah, and uh, it will be how, word for word read. No, yeah, no exactly. Word. You know, I'll even post, I'm willing to post screenshots and everything as well, because I'm not willing to yeah. take anyone out of context. No, absolutely. Yeah, we're but both pretty uh, big on that. We're fair. So. I, I'd say we're quite fair. Yeah, but we are now an hour and uh, ten minutes in. Yeah, let's move away <laughs> from this uh, crazy, crazy story. Yeah, but it did need to be discussed. Uh, mm. It was a conversation that needed to be had, and it because... Uh, it was an insult to the gaming community. Yeah, absolutely. Large. Yeah. So. Okay. So, now to um, the happier stuff. Yeah. So now that um, now that you're all awake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll cover this one first because this was weird. I, I mean, yeah. the next two stories are great, but weird mm-hmm. at the same time. Yes. Um. So, you know that obviously Xbox Live on the original Xbox closed down mm-hmm. in 2010. And yes. the reason why it was so late was because of Halo 2. Yes. Because mm-hmm. nobody right, would yeah. jump off of it. <laughs> yep. They they kept all, the, server. the servers were yeah. always... Yeah. yeah, they kept... like yeah. Literally, there was like one person on there who literally kept a server... Like, a game open yep. so that the server stayed open. Yes, yes. Um, there is currently a project that is in closed beta at the moment, I believe. It was reported mm-hmm. by Kotaku a few days ago and picked up by Spawnwave Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the proje- Project Insignia is a current project that is being worked on by community members, which aims to bring Xbox Live back to the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Meaning the games I... that don't have an active online community anymore could be replayed, like Chaos Theory. I I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out my old my OG Xbox when this happens. <laughs> I'm updating it with Project Insignia, and I'm oh, going straight yeah. back onto Chaos Theory. 
<laughs> absolutely, absolutely, of oh. course. I mean, Halo Two still has like rogue servers. Uh, what do you mean around. you don't want to play in the Master Chief uh, Collection? Well, <laughs> that's all well, I need to say. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I, would, I would play the game as it was originally intended by exactly. Bungie, not by Free exactly. for Free. Exactly. <laughs> They're not my Halo developers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hashtag not my Halo developers. <laughs> Hashtag gatekeeping again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just what I am, I guess. <laughs> clearly, clearly. <laughs> well, you can't you can't be a real gamer if you're not a gatekeeper. So. <laughs> Did you say gatekeeper or gatekeeper? Yep. Oh thank god. <laughs> oh thank god. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I was being very meta there. So. Okay, fine. I apologize for my incredibly terrible take. <laughs> that's quite alright. <laughs> See? That's how things happen. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, but yes, I think, I, got, I think we've got mad, honestly. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I have. Um, yeah, but I'm, I am excited about this. Yeah, me too. It I could be. Of, could be I'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it could be a couple of years. I mean, yeah. Just bear it in mind, this is not actually designated and authorized by Microsoft. Right. This right. is a community project, and I tell you what, if Microsoft got on board with this and gave them back in. Oh my days! Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Because I was thinking about this actually um, yesterday, whilst I was uh, enjoying my very long walk. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, Microsoft talked about the family of consoles, did they not? Yes. With they the did. Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the One X, mm-hmm. the Series X, the Series S. If it decides, yeah. if uh, uh, Lockhart is actually a thing that they're discussing. Mm-hmm. How about if they gave this company or these people who are making Project Insignia a bit of money and went, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we want the original Xbox back on the ecosystem well, and yeah. the 360. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they kept the servers open for all of those so that it was think... across their entire family. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, me too. As an, I mean, I think it's pretty clear especially if you've been following my Twitter, I'm an Xbox gal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that gives me the warm fuzzies. Yeah. I wish they would do that. Yeah, for sure. Well, with you being an Xbox person, I I feel rather bad that I sent you a PS4 game. Uh, yes, because uh, <laughs> as we've said earlier in the show, I still didn't force you to paint that wall. I had to paint the wall to take the TV off. Can I ask you a quick question about that, though? Yes. Was I happen to be standing behind you at two metres, by the way, with a gun to your uh, head going, you must do this? No, but... Well, then I didn't force you to do anything. You influenced me heavily to paint my walls. <laughs> I don't have that kind of influence. I'm not that persuasive. I am not a politician. Uh, yeah, thank goodness, because... Uh... I'd be a uh, we liar. wreck the government, man. Well, not too. Liar, liar, liar by default. You become a politician. Yeah, exactly, therefore. exactly. But we're not on a political podcast as much as we want to be. Yeah, of so. course. No, <laughs> Moving I, on. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, I know. This is exciting. It's not exciting because this is a non-story if I've ever seen one, but I had to put it in. Yeah. So we're we're very fast approaching the tenth anniversary to a particular film that I will not mention mm-hmm. by name at present. Mm-hmm. But there was a viewing party that was going on uh, on uh, some sort of whether or not it was Twitch or Zoom or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it included some pretty reputable people with this. Uh, with this uh, viewing party, including uh, a particular two gentlemen that could have a very big deal with this, Mm -hmm. being Edgar Wright Mm -hmm. and Brian Lee O'Malley. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is the creator of Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the other Mm -hmm. is the director of the film. Yup. To which uh, Brian Lee O'Malley tweeted out uh, during this watch party... Uh, didn't tag them in it, but said Ubisoft mm-hmm. or whoever. I don't know if he mentioned specific Ubisoft or Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, specifically said, bring back Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game. Yep. The game that was notoriously delisted in 2014 from the Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. Yeah. Cannot believe. Still, still, that's still. Oh, yeah. But Ugh. fans of the game, including myself, were given mm-hmm. some semblance of hope when, mm-hmm. out completely out of nowhere, Ubisoft put the thinking man's emoji underneath that tweet. Mm-hmm. Meaning there could be some plans to bring the game to current consoles. Which would very much benefit them. Yeah, it would. Based on my experience, yes. Mm. But I actually was watching the video from Spawnwave Plus on this one. As yeah. you probably noticed, I use him quite a lot now because yes. he's actually a very good source for things. <laughs> um, also, his podcast is wicked. Um, Sweet. But he pictured a hypothetical scenario where Ubisoft are doing their Ubisoft Play thing from E3, which obviously mm-hmm. E3 is not happening this year. We know that. But they could right. do a digital event. Mm-hmm. Where they're talking about the usual Assassin's Creed and um, yes. all that sort of thing. And then suddenly they just go, oh, we've got a little bit of a surprise for you. A black screen. And then the great sounds of that opening from Anna Managuchi. And then they go, Scott <laughs> Pilgrim is returning. Oh, God. Um, people would go nuts. That's what people would talk about from that event. Right. Do you want to know how nuts I would go? And I'm not uh, meaning this actually literally, but I would strip my clothes uh, off, run out in the street and go, it's back! <laughs> <laughs> like, I would lose my mind. Yep, I, yep. I know several people that would. I do. Oh, the game is fantastic. I love everything about it. Like, mm-hmm. It was... Oh, I can't even go into it without getting like pretty giddy. Um, right. Pretty Gideon, sorry, shall I say? Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Okay. Making terrible <laughs> references. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Yeah. The, the music is outstanding. The game is outstanding. The visuals are outstanding. It getting le- delisted was not outstanding. <laughs> yes. But yeah. it, it is probably one of my favorite uh, scroll and beat em ups ever created. Um, yeah. And that's saying something considering how much I love Final Fight and Streets of Rage. Yeah. But. 
they, uh, this game advanced the, the scroll and beat em up in such a way that it had been non-existent for such a long time and brought it back yeah. into the hive mind. Absolutely. Just... Um, no, I, I do absolutely agree with that, also, for sure. Also, the uh, the exploding dog pile is one of the most fun things I have ever seen in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a wild mechanic. Yeah, yeah, I do hope. I hope for all of uh, the fans that they're able to do that, to oh. bring it back. <clears throat> if, it's, if it's on Switch, then my goodness, I'd buy oh, them three copies of that game. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. I just think, yeah. I think. Oh, I, I kid oh. you not. If they actually said, "Oh, we're bringing this back to Xbox Live Arcade," uh-huh. and anyone who bought the game on 360 gets it for free, oh, oh my goodness! Or anyone, or if you owned it on PS3, then you still have the same account and you could re-download uh-huh. it with extra visuals and stuff like that. Yeah, and then, maybe. and then, if uh, limited run games happen to do a uh, a physical version of it, I'm getting physical, of course, because I'm such a yeah. uh, such a scummy person uh-huh. who just wants to give game companies money. Of course, <laughs> that's how much I love this game. All right. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, I own three copies of uh, Streets of Rage Four as well. Gosh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> well, I got the review copy on the PS4, didn't I? I got the uh, I got the copy on the Xbox One, so I can play yes. it with one of my mates. And I've got a physical Switch version from Limited Run coming soon. Yep, yep. Yes, I love my scroll and beat 'em ups <laughs> as much as I love my my fighting games. Oh gosh, oh gosh. <laughs> How do you feel um, about this one, though? Um, I have never played it directly. Um, I've only watched it being played. Mm. Uh, and it was enjoyable. I was mostly taken aback when they uh, delisted it. Yeah. Because it was my first time having to deal with the thought of, I don't own a game. Yeah. Not truly. And, and now I can't ever go back and get it properly. Yeah, because yeah, I'm one of those people who had Flappy Bird, even though it was stupid and terrible. Yeah, so uh, did I. And kept it just because, like, mm. out of sheer... I downloaded it's mine yeah uh, because of the whole i just i yeah so for me it was a big influence on that of, yeah. on trying to understand you know owning a digital property um but i do know that the people around me absolutely nuts over it absolutely yeah i mean yeah. it was for me it was one of the first times i had ever seen a game properly delisted like that but i had seen yeah. examples of delisting happening before um, mm-hmm. It has happened since, and I'll bring a couple of examples of it happening previously, and one that happened afterwards, and they're quite famous examples. Um, one of them was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Three, and it's, yeah. um, oh, yeah. that got delisted because of licensing. Yes, but, um, it was the DLC that got delisted, not the actual game. Like, so you couldn't. Mm-hmm. You, the game did get delisted, and you couldn't go and buy it anymore. But if you owned right. a copy of it, there was no way you could go and buy Jill Valentine and Shumagorath which mm-hmm. was weird. Yeah. Um, the other example happened at exactly the same time when Marvel vs. Capcom Origins on the uh, 360 and PS3 uh, got mm-hmm. completely delisted. That was the one that had um, uh, Marvel Superheroes and Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Mm-hmm. And that got completely delisted along with Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the, the the most recent example, obviously you've mentioned Flappy Bird, but the most the most prevalent one is PT. Mm-hmm. Yes, ah, oh, yes, of course. Which uh, we spoke of before. That, oh yeah, that was ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm still dealing with 
yeah. <laughs> the last of that. I know. I wanted to actually uh, play that demo, and I've got never got round to it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even uh, download it, so I can't even get it anymore. Mm-hmm. Damn. But that's the news. Yep. <laughs> so we will try to breeze past the next bit. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're one hour and twenty-five minutes in. Sorry um, if we bored you. Yeah. Um, so. This is where we move on to our next segment of the You Got This segment, which will actually be two minutes. Well, it's going to have to be because we've got more (laughs) now than we usually do have. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But it is actually, it's a moment where uh, you take two minutes or however much you need uh, to start your week off in, uh, you know, just quiet, thinking, mindfulness type thing. Um, They're getting tougher and tougher because... uh, lockdown is lasting longer and longer but but i mostly just want to give everyone some words of encouragement that just hang in there uh we're gonna make it through remember to reach out anytime you're feeling yeah like you're in a bad place uh reach out to family and friends because this is one of those instances where we're all experiencing it um we can have a shared moment between all of us uh, because it's we're all suffering um but it's very important that you keep your hopes high because there will be an end to this we will come out of it um so just stay in contact with family and friends if you do video chat you know make sure you do that uh, everything we, we're very very lucky Believe it or not, um, we're very lucky in this instance that we do have ways to communicate with our family and friends. Um, yeah. And because it's it's not been so open in the past centuries, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is very, you know, we have to take the good uh, with the bad. And the good is we can talk to people we need to. Um even if it's just by phone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, again, just hang in there, guys. You're doing mm. amazing. Well, yeah. We all are. Not just you yeah. guys. All of us as a, as a nation or as yeah. a collective yes. human, collective humans oh, are doing very well in this respect. There are a few bad eggs, but we're not going to call them there out. There are always. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's always going to be bad eggs. There just are. That's just like... Mm. Um, all we can do is be the best that we are. Um, yeah. Don't, and, uh, yeah, exactly. Don't focus on what other people are doing because that's no. the fast track to be able to put yourself into a really bad place. I've done it a couple yeah. of times where uh, I see people <laughs> around me who are not doing the whole thing and yes. you just get angry and upset because you're doing your thing and you just want you want this to end, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can't yeah. get angry at people for having free will, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, yeah, just keep keep everyone close to you that you can, you yeah. know, even if it's via technology. Yeah. Um, and and we're gonna we're gonna pull through and. Too right. Yeah, there will be happier days ahead. And yeah. as always, uh, we've got this together. Yes, yes we do. But so. we're gonna move on to our topic now. Yes, we are. Which uh, actually comes off the back of last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, what are you doing? Uh, 
Right. <laughs> stop stop this episode. Go back and listen to that and come back to us now. Exactly. Or, you, or we can sum up what we spoke about just briefly, which was yeah. um, video game movies. So yes. movies based on video game properties. Okay. Uh, we wanted to do TV as well, but we didn't actually mention any. Yeah. But uh, we've left it open because there are m- yeah. there are so many we could cover it, and I even mentioned. Absolutely. Please do not come mm-hmm. at me with Uwe Boll ones because that's we're going <laughs> to cover those alone. That that is a topic in its own right. Uh, uh, one but, day, guys. Yeah. That, that will happen. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. We will come back to this. We definitely oh, yeah. will because there's so yeah. far too many to mention. And this yeah. is another one that we could also leave open as well, because there's so many that we could discuss. But we're yeah. actually going in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So movies and TV shows that were then turned into video games. Yes. So I'm going to start us out here, because I'm going to throw the most meta one that I can. Mm-hmm. A video game that was turned into a movie that was then turned back into a video game. Yes. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. full circle back to last week but that's why i started with it that's that's so i uh, do you want to know why i mentioned it first why because i forgot to mention it last week (laughs) (laughs) um well uh tell us a little bit about it because i cannot believe it exists but yes have you ever (laughs) seen it though I have seen the title in print. I have oh. never seen the game. Oh dear. Okay. I'm going to have to describe this in the best way that I can then because, <laughs> wow. So, this is obviously based on the movie, though, uh, movie of Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. This is going to get weird because I'm now going to start going very meta here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is based on the, the, the video game that's then based on the movie that's then... <laughs> oh, God. So, they just <laughs> to, to put it in a long and short way, they decided to Mortal Kombat this. Yes. Oh, gosh. So, oh. Uh, yeah, digitised sprites. Yeah, I do. I did see a GIF of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, so... <laughs> <laughs> it is really bad. It is. Um, it is. The funny thing is... <laughs> I'll get this out without even laughing about it. Oh my gosh. They put Akuma in the game and Akuma is nowhere to be seen in the film. Oh gosh. So oh, they've got dear. the literally most generic person possible to do it and it looks oh, so stupid. Gosh. Oh gosh. But they basically <laughs> used all the actors kind of um, right. for the game. They were kind of under contract to complete a game for this as well, but nobody right. really wanted to. After yeah. the hell they had with putting the the film together, oh, and gosh. imagine you know trying to get Raul Julia to do all of the, oh, the, the Bison stuff when he was incredibly yeah. ill, you know. Ugh. But they, like I said, they Mortal Kombat it is digitized sprites and it handles like an absolute mess. Oh, um, there was a various amounts of glitches in the game, as you could imagine, mm-hmm. yeah. including probably two of the most famous. One of, uh, and they both happen to include Jean Claude Van Gyle. <laughs> and yes, that's how I'm referring to him from now on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them was the, uh, uh, was the infinite combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Guile had a move that obviously doesn't ever come up in any of the games. Right. 
is handcuffs. Oh gosh! Uh, and they uh, in fact, they both actually, both of these include uh, are to do with the handcuffs. Oh gosh! So, so basically, it was like a grab move that would grab you Mm -hmm. and handcuff you and leave you uh, motionless for about a second. Right. But the thing was that if you timed it right, you could create an infinite combo where the guy, the the opponent, could never get out of it. Oh goodness! So you would you would you would hit them. Handcuff them, hit them, handcuff, hit, handcuff, hit. <laughs> yeah, until the oh life bar is gone. <laughs> and the other That's one. That's such a cheating move. Oh, yeah, it was. It was so broken that, like, yes. I think Guile got banned. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Yeah. But it was also because of this one as well, also to do with <laughs> the handcuffs, that if you did it in a certain way, that actually anytime you moved, they'd be stuck to you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> So not only would you be able to infinite combo them, but you'd have them stuck to you as well. Oh my god! So they're never going to be out of range to ever drop the infinite combo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Oh dear. It's appalling. (laughs) And funnily enough, a local video game shop in Croydon actually has the working arcade cabinet. Oh my gosh, that's wild. That is so wild. It's great. I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's such a bad game to play, but it's so funny as well. Yeah. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth as well, though. I I have to... I'm going to have to go YouTube it after this. You have to. I I just have to. Yeah. Oh, it's so... It is funny to watch because it is a... I'll put it bluntly. It is a disgusting-looking game. It's so... Oh, my gosh. Like... Ugh. I wonder if the game grabs covered it. <laughs> they probably did. It's quite a famous title, to be oh, fair. Oh gosh. Okay, then I've got yeah. Somebody out there will have it. Oh, oh yeah. I gotta see this. But yes. Oh, that's insane. I don't. I I can't understand the logic of recreating a game that already existed that was superior. You know, it was already a, a superior model. You know. Yeah. So I just don't. I oh god. Uh, can I give you an explanation on that? Sure. Um, who made Street Fighter? Capcom, right? There's your answer. Oh right. <laughs> who am I kidding? Look, I led you. I led you down that road for a reason. You did. Just to literally go. It's Capcom. There's no logic. They, uh, they don't do anything course. logically. Oh gosh. Yep. 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 <laughs> Okay. Oh my. You have any that you think you should bring up? Um, well, my main ones are uh I have a couple. Um okay. Now, I've said many times and I will say many times, I'm not the biggest fan of Telltale games. Um which I know makes me a terrible human in some people's eyes. <laughs> no, it doesn't to me because I, I might understand why if you were to explain it. Um, well, think... it's it's kind of what I've said before, which is to me they're not games. They're more kind of visual novels. Um, I see. Okay, I thought you were going to go down the angle of uh, the choices mean nothing. Well, that's that's basically what I'm saying. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're not games to me because there's no, there's not a lot of consequences. Yeah. But they they have a huge uh, following. Um, they do. 
And a lot of people were very upset when they uh, were closed down. Um, but the two uh, most, well, God, they no, they did. Um, they've okay. done loads, but I think they've probably the done, most prevalent. Well, the, for me, the very first Telltale game I ever saw was the Back to the Future one. Oh, dear. And um, <laughs> I actually like that one. I've heard uh, really appalling things about it, but I'm a huge Back to the Future fan, so I'm not sure I'll like it. Well, I didn't think that I would like it at first, um, but the voice acting is done really well, surprisingly okay. well. Okay. Uh, and it is a series of just small little problem-solving type things. Okay. Uh, yeah, so overall, for a Telltale game... It's, it's, I like, I like, I could put that in a light column. Sure. Now, by contrast. Oh, yeah, this is a real contrast. Yeah, well, there's, there's two others. There's, um, the you know, Walking Dead, which is, of course, based on a television series, if you didn't know, called The Walking Dead. Wrong, um, wrong, wrong, wrong. I'm pulling you up there for your lack of co- comic knowledge. Well, graphic novel. Okay, yes. Okay. Get yes. out. It was originally you your, a graphic you call, novel. You call yourself a nerd. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who's gatekeeping now? Nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, actually, I do encourage you guys. I mean, it's hard to find the originals, but there is trade paperbacks of the yeah. uh, Walking Dead comics, graphic novels. Yeah. Um, they're fabulous. Mm. Uh, Robert Kirkman, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it was really a case of if I remember correctly, what I read was like the showrunner was just walking around, saw the comic in like a shop window or something and went, hey, let's do this. And he hadn't even quite read it or anything. Oh, my goodness. It was very like, I just like this. Yeah. Oh, dear. Exactly. Oh, dear. Uh, which might explain a little bit of, of the uh, uh, how the, the series evolved. Um, you mean became terrible? I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but another Telltale movie that became game, uh, well, you know, Telltale produced, uh, yeah. Jurassic Park. They did ju- Really? They did a Telltale version. Oh, my goodness. It I didn't even know that. Terrible. I actually forgot about it until I was thinking about it. Uh, okay. Jurassic. Cool. It was terrible um of course i'm sure there's plenty out there who disagree with me but the voice acting is terrible the choices are terrible the uh you know endings are awful it's just awful yeah um that probably started my dislike of telltale actually okay. honest. Yeah. i mean i'll bring another one up now that we're talking about telltale because i'd completely forgotten mm-hmm. about it until we got to this point right Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I've never played that it's, or looked at it or it, anything. It's awful. I played the first I, chapter and I hated it. Oh, gosh. Did you like the movie? Oh, I love the movie. Okay. Yes, I did as well. That's exactly um, the reason why I hated it, because these characters yeah. were so off. It was weird. Yeah. But then again, I do have um, knowledge of, of the Guardians from the comics as well. Right. Of course. Uh which was always strange to me because I had read the comics, of course, uh, mm. years before. And then when they're like, oh, we're making a movie. And then the characters that they said were in the movie confused me greatly. I was like, wait. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're, not, they're not the original Guardians. No, are they? 
No, it's different eras all mixed together. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, but I quite like the take that they went with it for. Oh, it, I did, yeah. You know, young, fledgling team. Because imagine having all the Celestials as, as the Guardians. Exactly, no exactly. No. Um, but, anyway. and of course, I love James Gunn. I've said that. I said that last week, I think. Um, uh, yeah, we did. We did mention it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. So for Telltale Games, I just. Mm. I, now. Okay. Now. Tales from the Borderlands like... is still their best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you, you don't even like that, though, do you? I don't. I don't. <laughs> even though it fleshed out lore and everything like Even that. though it fleshed out lore. I'm surprised. I'm so surprised. No, I didn't like the direction they took Handsome Jack. I don't... I just... No. Oh, I loved it. I thought I thought him being comedic, like being really comedic, was really funny and well, really great. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. It just took his dynamicism away from the sequels in my mind. Again, okay. in my what right. is it head cannon? Yes, in my head cannon. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I mean, the thing was, I'd barely played Borderlands at that point, so I didn't right. know really right. much about Handsome Jack or about anyone really. So for Probably me, it was like going in fresh. And it was oh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. yeah, that okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I it did, could see that. Absolutely. It did lead for me to go at it, it led me into buying Borderlands one and two to be fair for the PS3. There you go. So um, it worked. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you another one that uh, I actually remembered right quick. Sure. Um it's not a telltale game, but and you cannot it's delisted, you can't get it. Oh. And you wouldn't want to. Um, but if you're out there and you're looking for a funny, uh, let's play, mm. and this is old, 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 uh, when I bring up this name, uh, it is a GameSpot let's play, Ooh. but we're talking, we're talking a decade ago. Oh, yeah. well, when they were good still. Yes, exactly. Um, and it is, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, um, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That and then, of course, Kevin did a uh, Desperate Housewives on Call Me Kevin. Um, oh no! <laughs> they are both the worst. The worst. The graphics are terrible. The gameplay, because look, I'm just going to tell it like it is. I'm absolutely sure that they thought they were quote making a girl game. Yeah. Uh, because most of the viewers of Grey's Anatomy and Desperate Housewives, two shows I've never seen, by the way. Uh, have a heavily female audience. Mm, two um, shows that both my that my mum has watched a lot well, of. There you go. Which proves my the mom, point. My mom loved Desperate Housewives, which is why I did not watch it. My so. mum is still watching season fifteen of Grey's Anatomy. It just will not oh stop. I can't watch that show. I just have never. No, it's just not for me. Everyone's different taste. Yeah, fair um, enough. But so these games are uh, uh, games to use that loosely are made uh, <laughs> you know for what they assume a female gamer is uh mm. they're almost gray's anatomy is almost childlike sure uh it's like matching games and which thing is different and all yeah. this kind of stuff but weirdly if you go look at clips i actually think the the cutscenes, the graphics, yep, are actually well done. But not anybody else really shares that with me that that belief. So sure. that might just be a pure Kylie opinion. Okay, um, 
But, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's some terrible games. Fine, Ugh. fine. I'll bring up two more TV show related ones then. That were, <laughs> uh, one of them, I think, was pretty exclusive over here. Mm-hmm. And it will make sense why. But the first one was Friends. There was a video game of Friends and it was truly disgustingly bad. I can't even. I can't even. I, can't even. <laughs> I, might, I might wind Jennifer up by saying this, but Friends is terrible. Yeah. Yes, we have to stay. We do not like it. No. <laughs> so so me playing me playing a game of friends was just definitely not on my on my radar oh at my all. Gosh. Just a very quick run through. Was it like a quiz thing? Was it like a a game I, show? Was it like a Sims? What was it? I'm gonna be honest. I never played it. I've only seen oh. screenshots of it. Oh my gosh! Oh, I can't uh, no, no, no. So what was the other one? Little Britain. Which is insane to me. Okay. So, American audience, there is a hilarious... Okay, it's hilarious Hilarious. Hilarious. It was hilarious at the time. Okay, I haven't seen it since it's very beginning, like when it came out. Um, We had it on BBC America. My mom and I freaking loved it. My mom loved it more than I did. Her favorite character being the Vicky one. The ones in like the pink jumpsuit. Yeah, that uh, is probably one yeah, of the but, very yeah, few characters but, that was actually still funny. Yeah, my mom loved her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, she loved Matt. What's his name? Matt um, Lucas. Yeah. So, so this was a variety sketch comedy type thing. Well, I guess yeah. it was more sketch comedy. It was sketch um, comedy. Yeah, and uh, very British humor, um, mm. and I loved it. Uh, but I cannot imagine what on earth kind of game it would be well i tell you what kind of game it was mm-hmm. computer says no <laughs> yeah if you don't know yes how have i managed to get an actual reference into that i don't know i have no idea because i was racking my brain and i couldn't have i couldn't come up with anything so <laughs> I think that shows how much I watched it back in the day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about some good games now? Well, I I want to mention one. Okay. I do think it was actually good. I don't know. This might be nostalgia. Sure. uh, Glasses. But when I was itty bitty bitty, because I think this was on a PC. Ooh, back a fair while then. Yeah. I'd have to have been very itty bitty. Um, a Simpsons uh, cartoon maker. Oh wow! Yeah, that is going back a fair while, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I wanted that so bad. I got to play it for like five minutes at mm. somebody's house. My mom thought that the Simpsons were the devil, so that was banned in my house until I was sixteen. Of um, course, because they, they, they crack wise about religion all the time. Yep, and <laughs> her reason. Oh gosh, her reason was because. That kid, Tom up Bart, he talks back to his parents so bad. Kylie. Oh, really? Now, I started watching it when I was about 16, secretly watching it. Yep. Uh, I left home, and then when I came back home, which would be early 20s or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, for visits, she had started watching it. She's like, I don't know why I watch this stupid show. Everyone's stupid on it. <laughs> well, that's I was just complete- like, oh, my gosh. That's completely different to how it was in my house then. 
because in my house it was watched regularly and my mum absolutely despised it to the point where I've been watching it on Disney Plus she's like you've seen these a thousand times why are you watching this again I was like because it's still funny why else oh, <laughs> oh man but, okay it was called Simpsons Cartoon Studio oh, oh my yeah. gosh I oh. want to see when this came out how old am I 1996, my well, friends. Well, that's not even like the earliest game because obviously you had, you know, Bart versus the Space Mutants oh, and the gosh, Simpsons yeah. arcade game, and we're not going to delve too much into that because they're see, obvious. Oh yeah, but I was so excited because they looked so much like the the characters. Yeah, they did. Um, man, I mean, yeah, I yeah. Was... But what about Bart versus the Space Mutants? You know, those that, were terrible. That ama- that amazing sound clip of Bart saying, "Eat my shorts." Yes. <laughs> That's probably the only good thing lots, about the game. Yeah. I spent lots of quarters on that at an arcade. Uh, and I was the, like, yeah. I the arcade finish. game was horribly hard. It was very hard, and I had spent my allotment on that yeah. game alone. So. It's, also, it's also incredibly sexist by giving Marge her weapon as a <laughs> vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And yeah. I'm joking. It's not that sexist. She's a homemaker. Well, I was going to say, that is her thing, and she does ride a vacuum in the Simpsons Tree House of Horror. She does. Um, so it's not. I know, I know. Beyond I was, the realm. Of I was being silly. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. But anyway, yes, so enough with my, my, my stupid prattlings. Let's continue on to good yeah. games. Okay. Yes. Because I've got two here that are very, yes. um, for me, very personal loves because of my love of the film itself mm-hmm. or films yes a trilogy there, there mm-hmm. were more but they don't exist um yeah the first one is a ps1 classic called die hard trilogy mm-hmm. oh boy did you play die hard trilogy <laughs> yeah that's why i've been quiet since you said they were good games <laughs> how dare you how dare you? Okay, admittedly, Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, was the worst one. Oh, uh, yes. Like, that, yes. Was, that was convoluted, complex, drive like yes. an absolute truck, and uh, yep. it was just re- ludicrous. Uh, but the light, gun, yeah. the light Gun game, Die Hard 2, was absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that... That was the one I was thinking of when we were talking earlier, um, yeah. and I did enjoy that. Yes, yeah, I did. That is, I like shooting games. That, that is outstanding. It's like I, I've always loved like light gun games, like um, mm-hmm. uh, Time Crisis in the arcades. This, yeah. uh, obviously this um, Lethal Enforcers being mm-hmm. one of my very early examples of a, a light gun game. Right. Also, Point right. Blank as well. Point Blank is amazing. Oh, go, go and yeah. play Point Blank. Yes, yes. Wow, I completely forgot about that till you said it. Yeah, Point Blank's yes. amazing. Played the, it the original arcade version as well. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's very good. Yeah, I mean, Die Hard 1 was the uh, <laughs> uh, the Nakatomi Plaza and walking around them there. It does control pretty badly, but it is yeah. kind of a fun game in that respect. At least it's interesting, more so than it's a game. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> yes. But yeah, for me, it was always about Die Hard 2 because I always preferred Die Hard 2 because I watched it first. But mm-hmm. I, I did always like light gun games as well. Yeah. So, 
But the other one that I wanted to mention in the same universe, uh, most know it uh, by a different name because of the retail release of it, which you mm-hmm. did as well, because we spoke off air yeah. about it, and you went, what is this game? What? And I told you the other name for it, and you mm-hmm. went, oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, released on the either the Saturn or the Dreamcast as Dynamite Cop. Yeah. Was Die Hard yeah. Arcade. Yeah, uh, which is crazy, because uh, which is why I got uh, the, the second part, the light gun... Yeah. Die Hard game confused because uh, I thought that was it, but no, it's Di- yeah. yeah. I knew it as Dynamite Cop. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a uh, brawler, isn't it? It's just a, an mm-hmm. arcade brawler yep. that has some really weird. Um, what would you call them? Um, oh, what do they call them nowadays? What is the what's the practice that they put in games? Oh, uh, uh, it's not CQC. Is it um, quick time events? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, where, you um, had, yeah. where you're running down the hallway and it'll flash up which way you need to go. Yeah, I, I can, hate that. I know, I, I can that. still remember that sound effect. Like, it's clear oh. as anything. I always, mm-hmm. I always loved it, though, because if you did go the right way, you would always punch someone in the face and it was always so satisfying to see it. Because <laughs> like, yeah. it would show it about three or four times from different angles and it was yeah. awesome, to be fair. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> and that is so weird, though, like why it was released like that i mean especially like i'm looking at the japanese uh cover art for it it's so clearly bruce willis yeah it was a licensing issue i think like it had the license for the arcade version but not for the home console version yeah okay so here's a weird thing i'll just say yeah the um japanese version which was called dynamite decca oh clearly i forgot it was called dynamite decca yeah, it's clearly Bruce Willis on the cover. Yeah. Uh, but Die Hard Arcade 3. I don't know why it has a 3 on there. It's yeah. clearly just Die Hard Arcade. Oh, I guess that's just the, the graphic I happen to be on. Anyway, yeah. Die Hard Arcade clearly is a guy that is not Bruce Willis. Yeah. So <laughs> I always that remember that like, as well. It's so weird. So weird. So weird. And if I'm thinking rightly, I'm pretty sure it was on the Saturn. Because I uh, remember yes, the, it big, was. the big cases for them. Yes, yeah. Sega Saturn. See, I still remember that. <laughs> oh, God. So you're probably one of the very few people who did own a Sega Saturn then. I did. I did. I, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just, there was no one else. I Bit of an underrated console, to be honest with you. It's great. And if I'm honest, yes, it was underrated. It had long load times, 100%. Well, but, I mean, one. well, exactly. And I, I thought the graphics were great. The of yeah. course the music quality was way uh, good. Well, so unless I, we're talking about Sonic R. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was no, awful. No. That was awful. Oh gosh. Everybody uh, supersonic racing. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Why yes. do I still oh, remember it? Gosh, I still can't believe that. <laughs> oh. Ah. But yeah, I had a Dreamcast and a Sega Saturn, and who uh, get you? And Dreamcast was amazing. I play. I used to play Nights into Dreams, and it was like, oh. I mean, I've always wanted to play Nights into Dreams. I never got around uh, to it, but oh, uh, gosh, I'll yeah. talk to you about it after the pod because I don't yeah. want to mention yeah, something to do with it. Movie, so. <laughs> no, I, no, it's because of something to do with what I want to pick up to play it. Oh it right. So nice. I'll I'll talk to you about okay, it afterwards. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, but yes, moving on. As yes. We I put I put one on this list. 
uh-huh. that was particularly a fond favorite for you. I don't know about the game, right. but I know about the property. Right. X-Men, Children of the Atom. Ah, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. dear, I'm worried about this now. A lot of people love uh, Children of the Atom. Now, of course, this came out, the, the, to be fair, uh, X-Men Clone Wars and X-Men Children of the Atom, uh, and the, uh, no, that is Children of the Atom. Anyway, they're more based on the television X-Men. Yeah, the Jin Lee um, yes, cartoon. Yes, So, uh, they, of course, were, like, right on my radar as soon as they came out. Yeah. I love the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I love the gameplay i love the graphic style i love all of it uh the music the sounds oh sure. god i'll say oh but um uh children of the atom it, it went down in quality which is weird mm. but they did a more animated style yeah uh, and for me personally i didn't like it as well but it is an enduring classic for uh, people who play X-Men games. And not even uh, just that, but anyone who uh, who turned out to be a big fighting game fan, yes. developed by Capcom, started the uh, started yeah. the movement to get in the X-Men and the Capcom, mm-hmm. well, the, the Marvel properties, into a fighting yeah. game, which is why we still have the amazingness of Marvel vs. Capcom. Infinite yeah. doesn't exist. Um, yes. and, <laughs> moving on. Uh, I do remember how excited I was when uh, the X-Men came out in a fighting game. No, this uh, is when... so good. Yeah, and I was terrible at fighting games. The only fighting game I liked was Mortal Kombat. I mean, I liked Street Fighter, but I played it with the turbo on, so oh, I of just... Of you did. Chun-Li's turbo leg on everyone. Yeah, um, you could do that. It's also so that you could just mash the hell out of Crouching Lights. Yeah, well, I didn't even have to mash it because... Yeah, well, you just press it once, that's it. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, that was fun. But um, I will never forget, though, the, the feeling of the first time I saw uh, the Marvel versus Capcom or whatever it was on an arcade machine. Uh, it would have been Marvel vs. Capcom was not the first. It would have been mm-hmm. Marvel Superheroes as the first oh, true yeah. uh, Capcom fighting game that included the Marvel properties. Yes. Um, I, it might have been called something here, but it was definitely Marvel versus Street Fighter. Uh, we had um, X-Men versus Street Fighter after that. Okay. Okay. Well, that's the one that I, I saw in an arcade cabinet, and yeah. you could see, like, Magneto and his uh, cape was, like, blowing in the wind yeah, or whatever. That was you know, so but I just, cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. And Storm was so amazing. And, oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. So I remember that feeling. It was yeah. just, oh. I mean, I got yeah. my start on... Um, on that with Marvel superheroes, and that's where my love of Shumagorath came from because he was right. my character in that game. Well, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought you were gonna say? Go on. Earlier, when you were like, "Oh, I have a game or whatever." Yeah. Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> Sorry, what? Deadpool. Sorry, what? Yep, Deadpool the game. Sorry, what? <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I feel about the same <laughs> as you do. Yeah, because it's, um, for it, want of a better word, it's crap. It is. It is. <laughs> it is not a great game. The only good it thing about it is Nolan North doing the voice of Deadpool. Yes. It's awesome. 
Yep, and I think that's what they brought him back to be Deadpool's voice in like the when he was added to the roster, the fighting uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, I'm uh, gonna have to check that now. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Deadpool came out after. I'm pretty sure it did, so I'm gonna have to find out about that one. So yeah, uh, I'll I'll check afterwards. Yeah, yeah, because um, he did he voiced Deadpool in two different things. Uh, yeah. But yes. Uh, it's a terrible game, guys. <laughs> yeah. I think you know. Uh, I think there's a funny joke at the beginning of it where he's checking his voicemail messages and it's just a voicemail yes. from himself. Yes. And that's really yes. that is quite funny, to be fair. Yeah, that's good, and it made for some really cool gifts that I use as reaction shots. But yeah. <laughs> but as a game, no. Um, but uh, any more because we probably should wrap up soon. But. We sh- yeah, we've got a couple on here that we can bring okay. up. We already mentioned Chronicles of Riddick that was on the yes PS2 yeah. and Xbox, and believe the GameCube. We mentioned that last week. Um, yeah. What else is there? So we we'd go amiss without mentioning ET, the most famous example. Yes. Yeah. So we're not going to talk Absolutely. too much about it because everyone has. Yeah, you can go see plenty of uh, documentaries on YouTube sure. about it. But I actually, uh, they, yeah, go on, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, I was just going to do a quick little sum up that uh, it was for the Atari. It was when gaming was, home gaming was, was right, brand new, and they just threw money at this guy, and he had, what, like six weeks, I think. Uh, yeah. He wrote the entire game, and the game has nothing to do with the movie. It's awful, and mm. I own a copy. So. Of course you do, because you yeah. love terrible stuff. I do. I really do. <laughs> mm, that's fair. But I wanted to mention uh, two games sure. from the same property mm-hmm. or properties. That might give you a small hint. Yeah. Uh, both um, movie properties from Fox mm-hmm. that actually, these games actually led to them making a movie together. Ah, uh, yes. The classic Sierra produced. <laughs> So aliens versus Predator yeah. on PC and yes. Aliens versus Predator, the scroll and beat em up by Capcom for the arcade. Yeah, good old AVP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a very strange, interesting story, uh, AVP, because it was a game first. Yeah. And then they did like a graphic novel and a movie release because the game was so popular. Yeah. And then the movie came out, wasn't as popular as they thought it was going to be. Um, and But then they did AVP 2, which was, wasn't that even a bigger hit? Yes. The AVP 2 on the PC was huge. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then they made another movie that was not as good <laughs> yeah but these came a long time after the fact that these games had already come out yes you know, yeah. AVP the film came out in 2004 mm-hmm. and by this point um, AVP 2 the PC game had been out probably for about four years wow. roughly yeah people were crazy about it yeah uh, yeah there's a lot because I remember uh, that would be when my I was reading lots of comic books, and a lot of the ads in the comic books were, you know, about AVP coming oh. to you know as a film. Yeah. Yeah. 
okay, I'm going to bring this back for you. You were absolutely right. Nolan the North did do the voice of Deadpool in Marvel 3. I thought I that's to. fair play fair play yeah. that's that's my my old special interest of voice actors coming back <laughs> i didn't know uh, i really didn't it's not recognizable between the two games no it's not it's it's a different style it's yeah, yeah absolutely it's, yeah it's very strange but anyway we will move <laughs> rapidly uh-huh. away uh-huh. from this <laughs> because for the first time in weeks, we got questions. We do. We have wonderful listener questions from a wonderful listener. <laughs> listener slash guest slash yeah. has been on here before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Panel member, eternal yeah. panel member. Yeah. <laughs> These come from us, as you probably have guessed, Jennifer yeah. at Lady underscore Sugar Cube on Twitter. So I'll go with this one first. You'll take the second one. Okay. So picking up the conversation about Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm going to have to yeah. correct something here. We talked here. about it. Uh, Ghost oh. of Tsushima. No, I. it's not. It's Ghost of Tsushima. That's I'm going to take I, your word for it. Yeah, the developers actually did mention it in their uh, in their pl- uh, state of play. They, they called it Tsushima. So because, I, flip, I flip-flopped last week a couple of times. Ah, and have stuck right. To it. Well, because I can't pronounce anything, even English words, I keep calling it Ghost of Sushi. Which <laughs> 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 just sounds like a game about dead fish, you know? Oh, the ghost of fish. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. thanks for that. Continue. So picking up the conversation about Ghost of Tsushima, uh, yes. which game would you like to see in black and white? Or other interesting modes. So this is in reference to the uh, the black and white cinema cinema mode that I have from uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Which is amazing, or it looks which, amazing at least. Which the, uh, the first time I I personally had ever seen that mechanic in any media was Logan the DVD release. Yeah. Uh, so I love that mechanic. It was, um, it was also the same in um, Mad Max Fury Road, the black and chrome version. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which, okay, so between the two of them, and then I'll, I'll move on, but uh, Logan looked amazing in black and white. Um, Fury Road looks amazing, but it needs to be in color. Oh, yeah, I've, I've only just Fury watched Fury Road uh, about a month ago, and I watched right? the color version, and it's, it's astounding. Right. And those are all um, practical effects, not, yeah. spe- not, not computer. Oh. I mean, George Miller's fantastic for that sort of thing, oh. though. Well, yeah, don't I, get me started. I mean, <laughs> I, I have criticisms of Mad Max 2, but that's because it's from an age gone by and yeah. filmmaking techniques were very different back then. Like, My issue mm-hmm. with it is that some of the audio is pretty appalling at times. Right. But the film yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Ah, yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to have a Mad Max marathon soon. Um, Well, does that also include playing the Mad Max game that came out? No. Well, to be fair, I actually don't hate the newer, that that one that came out with the movie. Okay. Uh, Take it back to our topic. It's not great, but it's not that bad. Okay. I heard good things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so as far as seeing 
a game in black and white or other interesting modes. Um, I love this idea, and to be fair, I mean, I mean you know, one of my favorite narrative-driven games is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Damn it! I- <laughs> Were you going to say that one? Literally. Literally the exact same thing. Imagine an amazing Western yes. in black and white, like yep. an old spaghetti Western. Yep. Oh, my or yeah or just you know really desaturated colors like like the spaghetti westerns were that's yeah exactly mm. <laughs> can't believe that uh-huh that's that uh, yeah, yeah i should have yeah. known it's you i was you gonna brought say. red dead up of course you would have done <laughs> of course, of course. Mm. well um, outside outside of that what would what, what did you have any batman arkham Summon. that would be interesting I don't think so because I actually think that the um, the color scale they use, mostly grey and dingy colors yeah. in Arkham Asylum, work perfectly. Yeah. Um, you know, you spend most of the game in detective mode anyway, so that was blue yes. filter, so didn't yeah. need that. Um, that's the only criticism I have of that game. Unfortunately, is that is that you played most of the game in detective mode. Yeah. Um, but actually, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction here. Because I'm going to bring mm-hmm. up a love of a particular film in a minute. Uh, mm-hmm. I have mentioned. I think I might have mentioned it before, actually. But I would love, and I mean love, for them to remake. Like, if they were to make PT, it would be great. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. imagine a, a a crazy psychological horror film in black and white, Oof. much like Ooh. Psycho. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah. And oh, then do be, it from like ah oh, yeah like a be, first person yeah that'd be, oh George, gosh, that'd be George, yes. Resident Evil Seven in black yes, and white oh exactly. my goodness that'd be great oh wow oh yeah 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 ah okay so I think from here on out the new mechanic should be the option to have games in uh, other colors other themes or whatever uh, color schemes mm, yeah. or whatever but actually. Like, Wes yeah. Anderson's color schemes are good. Oh, I they're, like them. They're, they're mad. I'd love to see a, a madcap Wes Anderson game. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With Bill Murray starring. Well, um, it would have to be. He's the only one that stays true throughout the whole thing. Apart yeah. From, um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. I mean, Luke Wilson appears a lot in them, but it's yeah, um, he's, he's a lot Jason Schwartz. That's the one. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Or exactly, Jason Schwartzman, exactly. or whatever you pronounce uh, it. I think he he's Schwartz. I think okay. no, that's Ben Schwartz. No, so it is Schwartzman. Okay. Doesn't matter. It brings it brings it back to Scott Pilgrim versus the World because he was a, he was oh, Gideon yes. in that. That's right. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, yeah, the one thing I was going to mention with that is actually they went in a completely opposite direction with a couple of games. Mm-hmm. With um, the absolute madcap neon colors with um, Double Dragon Neon and Far oh, Cry Blood Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you said that, uh, I thought of Far Cry um, Dragon. It's the weirdest looking game. They were going for an 80s vibe, and it does. Yeah. They totally do it. Well, uh, yeah. And the, if I remember correctly, the guy that voices the protagonist is a character actor from the 80s that he I recognize. Be. He might and, be. I'd have um, to look that up. Was that yeah, it's Far, been a few years. Far, but... Far Cry Blood Dragon, did you say? Blood Dragon, yeah. Yeah, okay, let me have uh, a look. Yeah, because he was in um, some kind of B-type movies uh, in the yeah. 80s. So I recognized him. And then 
because uh, again, that's special interest being voice actors. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a kind of subtle nod, you know, but mm. it is pure neon colors. It is the weirdest, coolest, yeah. weirdest thing. Do you mean Michael Bine? Or, yes. Uh, who was, uh, who was Kyle Reese in the Terminator? Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, Robert Rodriguez, Planet Terror. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. It was like a very subtle nod to, to the eighties movies. Uh, Mm. anyway that's that's a cool that's a cool game i actually kind of like it i was gonna be like eh, but no i do kind of like it as no. long as you if you don't go in expecting a far cry game no if you if you, it's not a far cry game yeah. at all it's more of an arcadey yep. shooter yes 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 it's which is why i liked it because i don't really fun, like far cry games yeah i haven't yeah. liked a far cry game since two on the pc mm. I didn't like to at all. The respawning. Uh, was- uh, that was the only thing that disappointed me about that, but I did play a lot of it LAN, which was quite fun. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But- okay. I'm trying to think <laughs> if there's any others that could benefit from a black and white. I think we covered it pretty well, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Um. Okay. So, what are your feelings on those crafty-style Nintendo's approaching to or... And including them in their titles. For example, the polymer clay style in the remake of Link's Awakening, and including DIY in Animal's Crossing, and Ugh. Kirby's epic yarn slash Yoshi's woolly world. But she also didn't include one particular game in there, did she? And she couldn't help but mention Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> um, but she also, uh, the crafting style she forgot to mention was also Yoshi's crafted world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but- it might have been something different but. but i'm gonna i'm gonna go out here and say i absolutely love the aesthetic of woolly world even to the point that i have my woolly yoshi amiibo oh i love it i think it's fantastic i i have to admit uh kirby's epic yarn um i did not think that i would like that style it's great um, i love it yeah it's so much yeah. fun it is it's very like wholesome yeah well and that's those developers actually worked on um, uh, Woolly World. That was the game oh, that they did right. after okay, right. um, uh, Epic Yarn. Well, that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. Um, I I like it. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, the polymer clay style has been around for a long time. Clay yeah, fighters been. being being one of the main ones. Wow, that's a throwback to the fighting games episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> But I remember the reason why I remember that one particularly well was because my friends had it on like Super Nintendo or whatever. Um, and I had just got my very, very, very first computer. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to play games on it, obviously. Mm. But I was so young and not really knowing much about computers, which is weird now looking back. But uh, I didn't know that you needed to have something called Direct3D. <laughs> DirectX. And all of these oh. things. Yeah, I didn't have any 3D hardware. Um, no. I mean, I, obviously, I would download DirectX. But, I mean, as far as actually having hardware, I didn't have it. So I could never play Clay Fighters or any game based on that on the PC. No. And that's why that sticks out so much to me. Um, <laughs> but I loved the style then. I do like it. And, yeah. uh, in fact, there was a game on uh, in the iOS on... Yeah, on the iPad. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a runner. 
um, you are a little ball of clay uh, going through like a, I'm just going to say maze for lack of a better word, uh, but it's a it's an automatic runner, so it's just constantly going. And they actually filmed all of those. They made the models and filmed them is what I'm trying mm. to say. And I, I just think that's so cool. I really do. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. But, I mean, what are your feelings on these crafted styles? I love them. I think they're great. They're very unique. I mean, yeah. uh, we mentioned, obviously, with the news last week about Paper Mario and how different yes. they go with their um, with their aesthetic. You know, Paper Mario has always had that aesthetic, but they've always tried something different at the same time as well. So Super right. Paper Mario was obviously paper in a 3D, 2D and 3D environment. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't remember what came after that game because it doesn't exist. Um, but <laughs> yes. then, obviously, Color Splash, they tried, uh, you know, including paint painting aspects with it. And this one is obviously origami and, you know, mm-hmm. they are always trying yeah. something different with it. And I, I like that. I don't like games to all look the same because right. you find that a lot of games across the, the Xbox and the PlayStation do tend to have yes. very similar aesthetics of what they're going for you know quite ultra realistic and all that sort of thing i can get that you know for the longest time we didn't have ultra realistic depictions of people and all that sort of thing so they're going for that aesthetic now but i do like a game to sort of stand on its own merits and look Mm -hmm. unique um which is why obviously we mentioned about far cry far cry blood dragon in the last bit Mm -hmm. you know that's why it stood out because you know the 80s neon and stuff like that is really appealing in that respect exactly um i think i think nintendo should approach it a little bit more and try to stand out a little bit more in in the way that they do things i think they do but Mm -hmm. um i would like to see a few more games with this sort of I'd I'd like to see like a new game in the woolly um in the yeah. woolly aesthetic because I think Absolutely. a couple of um because I think a couple of properties would work could work really well from it. Um mm-hmm. I, I'm trying I'm struggling to think any that would work offhand right now but um Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tetris no. Uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Tetris can stay as it is. It's fine. Yeah, it makes me think of like how people used to reskin Tetris, uh, like on yes. PCs with during the shareware days. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Acid to... Tetris being my favorite. But... Yeah, but we get them all now from Tetris, the Tetris company anyway, with, like <laughs> Tetris Effect and yes, that's uh, Tetris right. Ninety Nine. Te- yeah. Um, oh god, I can't even think of any more. Yeah, but yeah, there's so many Tetris uh, games. It really is. Um, oh, let me think. Imagine a Metroid in um, in a woolly style. <laughs> That'd be weird. How weird would that, that be, would be, right? Weird. Super dark game in this really yeah. colourful aesthetic. <laughs> oh, goodness. They should have that as like a side mode. Oh, you know what they should do? Oh, my gosh. They should have a game. Mm-hmm. Not just Nintendo anyone and like you have your regular game that they release blah blah blah, but you have a mode where you can play the pop vinyl version (laughs) yeah i like pop vinyls (laughs) so that's episode 32 and uh and uh the end of this uh podcast forever I, i i kid 
No, you're allowed to like I pop know. vinyl, but they suck. Um, I love them, but I don't. I don't love some of the newer ones because they all look the same. They but are all the, the same. I have, <laughs> I'll have you know, I have a blonde, blonde bombshell group. That's what I call them, uh, and they all have. Sort of differing characteristics. <laughs> sort of. Yes. Some of them have yellow hair and some of them have dark yellow hair. <laughs> but facially, they all look roughly the same. Well, uh, Brienne of Tarth, her eyelashes are on the top corners and uh, Starbucks eyelashes are in the middle. So. <laughs> You're not helping sell this at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm really struggling with this question. It's a great one, but I'm trying to it think of any good. games that actually they could use that style or whatever style they think. But I mean, I'd be I'd be wrong to miss, you know, to not mention a Mario game in that style. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but we already that, that's the thing though. We've already got it with Paper Mario, so I don't feel like it's needed. I'd like to see a clay version of like. Mario, or maybe Mario Two, where they're in the Ooh. dream. Oh, yeah. Mario Kart stop motion. Oh, oh wow! Yes, that would be very cool. Like, um, was it McDonald's that used to have the Happy Meal toys of uh, Mario Kart? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Something like that would be very cool. But yeah, stop motion. But oh, that would be very cool. Yeah, mm. I'd totally be into that. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of something really obscure there, but it wasn't going to work. Yeah, well... How, how about Bayonetta? Bayonetta in polymer clay. Actually, I think Bayonetta would work better in yarn. Just because hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, All uh, right. Just Nintendo do not condone that nudity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's going to cover it. Yeah, that winds us down. We went a little bit over, but not too badly. But the first half, we it needed to be discussed. Yeah. Um, and we are, as always, so thankful for you guys stopping by and giving us a listen. Um, we don't advertise. We don't do any of that. So the only way we can make it is through word of mouth. Um, yep. And it looks like some of you are spreading the good news because we're getting more uh, more plays throughout the week. Um, thank you guys so much for thank that. Thank you. Yeah, genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts. Um, and so it, anytime you give us a like, a retweet, or you know, a comment, or whatever, it is so appreciated. Um, because we, okay, Pete more than me, work a lot behind the scenes. <laughs> you do your fair bit as well. That's, yeah, well, a little you bit. Keep, you but... keep up with the news stories, otherwise it would be yeah. me trying to explain it all to you, and that would be hard. Well, I guess that's true. Okay, that's true. I save you a little time there. Yeah. But, um, so uh, we appreciate that. Uh, if you're, you're welcome to give us feedback, story ideas, um, things you'd like to hear on the show, people you'd like for us to interview. Um, and if you want to drop us any of those sorts of things, um, you can either find us at the website, uh, www.rapidreviewsuk.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also on Twitter under Rapid Reviews UK. 
or well at rap reviews uk or our own personal one which is at rr radio pod yeah you got it right um, this time i know that was that was tough uh there is a facebook page uh just rapper reviews uk um and we have a twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash rr radio pod and you can drop us a line if you want to at podcast at rapid reviews uk.com and if you just want to check out what pete's doing where can they find you um well you can find me many places uh the street the uh yep. my house work yeah. but if you wanted specifically on the internet you can mm-hmm. find me at pete beckett one where we, uh, over the last day the final fantasy 7 after thoughts review came out so you should definitely go and check that out yeah uh yeah 20 I, minute behemoth yeah, I meant to uh, to to drop a note of that. That is yeah. an amazing review. Um, it is a collab in a very interesting new style. Yeah, it was. And a, I think it's great. It was a very interesting project between myself, mm-hmm. Mike, uh, which is at two D Mike three D on Twitter, a regular mm-hmm. correspondent usually, and mm-hmm. uh, also uh, another one of our writers called Mark McConville. So yep. he wrote the main review, and we, uh, me and Mike, wrote the afterthoughts based on his review. Yeah, which is just a really cool take on it. Uh, yeah. it's enjoyable. Go give it yeah. a read. But that's that's yeah. not to discourage or discredit anyone else that has come out with any any reviews this oh, week. Oh yeah, in, including mm-hmm. uh, Ellis and a few others like Toby, who've put out yeah. a few good reviews this week. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, reviews happening. Um, yeah. It really is cool. I mean, I've said this before, but it always uh, it's always good to kind of reiterate. We are constantly reviewing games. Always. Um, and we've got such a large like pool from indies to triple A's to just, ah, yeah. anything. Just about anything you can think of is there. Just go search it. And, uh, of yeah. course, the reading time is listed as well, which yeah. I love. I love the Same. reading time on there. So when I looked at that and went, 20 minutes? What? <laughs> oh, wait, I've already read this before, but I want to read it again because I'm obviously a nihilist. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but it is, it's a good read. It's worth it. Yeah. But anyway, where can they find you on the uh, on the internet? Um, well, uh, if you want to find me twittering about uh, autism, I blanked out, couldn't even think of it. Uh <laughs> As I struggle to come to terms with it, uh, you can find me at Kylie Tegreet, which is K-I-L-E-Y-T-E-H-G-R-E-E-T, on Twitter, and just join in the conversation. Always feel free to ask me anything. Um, One of my favorite things to do is to kind of bridge the gap or almost be a translator between uh, autistic point of view and what we would call neurotypical point of view. Or NT uh, for short. NT for short. Which is what I am. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it always helps to keep that dialogue open because it's just really interesting to see how autistics versus NTs process things and come to different conclusions. And then once you know the other side, you go, oh, right, okay, that's why you said that. That's why you did this. That's what you know. That's- uh, that's why I know that Kylie is such a pain when it comes to putting questions <laughs> up. 
pulls me yeah. up on Twitter about my habits of being nice and sending a game, but didn't didn't even think about. I forgot to put the questions up. <laughs> I did forget. I forgot. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, but it's because I put it up last week and nobody responded. So we need you guys to respond. Yeah, but Jennifer did. Uh, Jennifer did. Oh, absolutely, Jen did. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But anyway, I think that almost wraps it up. Yeah, uh, close. One last bit. Yeah. So Pete, hit us with the gate bat. Okay, this is probably one you know, but I don't care because it <laughs> relates to a property that you absolutely love. Okay. Did you know that the satisfying ding that rings out when a fat man nuke is launched in Fallout 3 is the lunch bell from Bethesda Softworks Cafeteria? What? That's awesome! I did not know that. Wow! Wow, I'm so surprised! Yep, I know. That is amazing. Ah, well, thanks for joining us, and uh, we love it when you stop by, and we will talk to you next week. Bye! Bye! Bye!